0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to
2: Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio uh, on tonight's episode. <laughs> the pre-carpet fest, uh, well, kind of pre-carpet fest episode. No, no, it's it's like, like, we have one more week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but next week we actually have a guest and a topic. So <laughs> this is like the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wanted it to make it wrong. the other way around, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it, uh, David couldn't... Whatever. He, his role works bit. best for him next week. So anyway... Uh, I figured, uh, it seems like there's some, uh, some topics that are, uh, going around that, uh, kind of heated and, well, I shouldn't say heated. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Right. That are kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, creating sort of a controversy. One of them being Xanax. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Which is good, because uh, I need
1: to know this shit and no one's giving you, me a straight answer. So,
0: yeah. Well, it, yeah. Yeah. We'll get into it. <laughs> okay. And, uh uh Ben's calling back in because um he's got something really good cool that him and Sean are donating to um to the auction for carpet fest um and uh I figured it would be better for him to just hit on it because also he's gonna be looking for uh sheds and stuff if people wanted to uh to bring to bring the carpet fest and stuff to uh to to help him i guess. In his uh, endeavors I'm trying to look at where his uh, Number is But uh, So what's going on with you man
1: I got like dude I was I was not expecting But all of a sudden over this weekend I got mm-hmm. like buried in corn snake eggs Like I got I, I wasn't really even paying attention to the corn snakes this year Because I'm like eh, here you go guys do your thing And I kind of figured that It was a strike out all the way around Because the cow kings already laid so I'm like, all right, corn snakes didn't go. You know, my boys are a little bit older. Maybe it's starting to get to that point. And then all of a sudden, like, in the past week, I just got buried in corn snake eggs. Like, every single one of my girls, save for one, uh, laid a clutch of, like, above 10 eggs. And I'm like, oh, shit. So like, I got colubrids all of a sudden, man. It's all nuts up here. <laughs> so um, <laughs> <laughs> Nice. But it's like I keep thinking about that the season – it feels like the season should be further along cuz i mean like you've got babies and you're starting feed trials and all that <laughs> stuff i have not i hatched one carpet python um out of that jungle clutch where everything just went wrong i got one baby and right. last year i got i last year i got all girls out of the four eggs that survived guess what this one is
0: uh, is it uh, a girl? <laughs>
1: it's a goddamn girl. It's like I have right. another
0: girl. And I'm like,
1: you know. Now Usually most
0: other- people are happy about that.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but the problem is, is that I've had four girls, and I still have two of them left here, and now all of a sudden I got another girl, and some people are like, that's an awesome female. Do you have any males? No, I do not. And that continues. It's <laughs> Like, I would like to <laughs> the boy, but... No matter right. what sex you want, I don't have it. Like, that's what we're looking at here. So, um, we'll see. And maybe the next, uh, next clutch, we'll start getting some boys. But that was my only jungle clutch this year. So I don't have any. Like I said, I feel like I should be further along. Like, I should have baby carpets, and the eggs should not be coming. But the corn snakes just went, and then I still am holding out for my bread lie. So eggs aren't finished yet, and we still got, um, Babies don't start hatching until end of, end of this month. I'm sorry, end of June and into mm-hmm. July. So it's like I'm a couple of months Holy behind shit. here, man.
0: Yeah. Wow. Um, I have a lot of babies, man.
1: Yes, you do. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so it's
0: like a hundred, that. hundred, yeah. maybe plus. Yeah. Do you so, remember? So, do you remember at one point a lot.
1: when like your main collection was a hundred and you were like, that's yes. like, a lot. Now a your breeding is 100-something babies on top of the – I think you're over 100. If I'm 90-something, you've got to mm-hmm. be over 100 snakes,
2: uh-huh. breeders.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. Completely. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, should, we should count it and then
0: make you feel real bad. So, well, no, you know what no, you know I do? I just look at my Reptiscan, and I look at the number, and I'm like,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> whoa. oh, whoa, <dear> <laughs> because
0: it counts everything in there. You know how, like, when you're a breeder, you kind of, like, separate your breeding from your babies because you're not keeping the yeah. babies, and, you know, you yeah, don't ever count them. the babies. You don't no. You don't count them. When you see nah. that actual number is like a real number, you're like, what? Holy
1: shit. Yeah, like, well, the babies, yeah. you never count the babies because the baby number is fluid. It changes. Depends. Yeah. They all leave. Like, the whole point is that they go away. I'm hoping. And then you,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, and then you only add the ones to, you only add your numbers to the holdbacks. Even then, you know, holdbacks aren't safe until they're about a year or so old for me. Because then i would be like, "Yeah, you're not turning out the way I want you to out. Like, you know, that's just how that goes. So... But if you start looking, like, I accidentally did it because I was looking up uh, food and caging and kind of rearranging the room a little bit and I started to make uh-huh. a list of every animal, what they're eating, and where they're cows. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Oh. And, like, it just kept going. And I'd get halfway through something and I'd be like, oh, crap, I forgot these animals. And I have to put them on. And that added four or five more. So, yeah. It, it, lists are bad. Yeah, man. Don't ever make lists. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's a downfall. Yeah, exactly. It gets, uh, it can get, I don't know. It seems better when you don't know. <laughs> just see. I mean, well, it doesn't change. It's still the same, but for some
1: reason exactly. you're like. Well, you don't think about it. It's like, you yeah. know, it, it, it would just be kind of just how it goes. It, you know, it just
0: clearly you can handle it. So. so, yeah. So I've done a little bit of a different setup for my babies this year. Um, mm-hmm. I've been using, the so I used to use six quart tubs, right. Uh And, um, they're pretty big for, for baby carpets. Um, and they kind of just grew into them. So what I changed to, I don't even know what the size is, but it's like a, it's, it's not as tall. It's probably, it's it's a little shorter than a six quart, but it's not as tall. It's you probably can fit. It might be four. Yeah. It might be four. Um, so, basically, what I've been doing is I used to use paper towel holders, um, you know, and cut them and use them for a hide. But this year, I just used – I'm using uh, moss. Um, yeah, just chucking
1: a, like a wad of that in there, right?
0: Yeah, I just chucking a wad of that, and I, I – you know, I, it's wet down a little bit when they're first going in, you know, before their first shed or whatever. and. um mm-hmm. Uh, what I found is I was just telling you before the show, man, like feeding trials are freaking awesome. Like usually in the past, what I've done is, uh, you know, I struggled with getting them to feed. I say that mm. as the albinos have just hatched, but <laughs> I, I struggle. <laughs> we with haven't them. even tried yet. <laughs> yeah. I haven't tried them yet, but, um. I struggled with getting uh, babies to go. And uh, yeah. I don't, you know, some people will say uh, they need a perch. Some people will say they need a hide. I've always felt that mm-hmm. the hide was better than the perch, but, you know, that's just my I experience. Um, you know, those snakes want to hide, feel secure, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I basically put that moss in there and they seem to just, and I kind of saw it from, you know, it's kind of what I think Keith had mentioned it to me with short tails. And also uh, I know Matt uses it with his short tails as well. You know, when he has like kind of a a stubborn feeder anyway, they're they're off to the races, man. So I think that's going to be my new, new setup for that just don't even bypass the hide and you know i guess just as long as they can get down in there and feel secure then you know then they're good to go but mm-hmm. i'm on frozen thawed typically what i did is i struggled oh, with frozen really? thawed in the past and um i ended up just going live well i only did one live feeding and you know i had about i think what did i say it was like three or four that have mm-hmm. been held out three or four yeah you know, out of, like, 50. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, no. And, of course, it's the nice... It's always the freaking nice one. It is it's always the always nice always one. always the nice one. I swear. Always it's like, the pretty ones. They're kind of always thick. stupid. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, finally, I'm at my... Um, let's see. I think my next clutch to hatch will be right before Carpet Fest will be Red Tigers. And... Mm. Um caramel tigers um
1: oh nice yeah
0: I forget so those
1: here. Mm. the
0: uh what's weird uh you know, I had my first uh <laughs> my first uh, maternal incubation failure for the season um so <gasps> the happened? caramel the caramel well, dare I say this word, or I might get punched in the head, you know, <laughs> head <laughs> Uh good. the carmel had <laughs> exanic. Yeah, so uh I went and looked in um in her at, at her clutch and she seemed, she she stayed on the clutch had it wrapped tight, perfect. And um I went to to look because she was due and she was off the eggs, but the eggs just looked bad. They just looked bad. So oh, yeah, that's kind of like uh I mean, I guess you you take it, you know, you take the good with the oh, bad, shit. so I mean, are we talking
1: bad, bad, like are you beyond the due date
0: oh yeah they're they're no good, oh, yeah, I they're, cut they're them no open good. and look at it, yeah, you know, and I mean, that's just a. I I mean to me, um, mm-hmm. it's kind of a bummer that i that I didn't get the clutch, but in the same way, I'm kinda like, okay, yeah, that's, that was, like fine. There more. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, you know, you know, but it's. Well, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, but uh, it's kind of like one of those things where you know I I look at it as it's a it's a learning experience. You know what right. what did I do wrong? And I think I think with her, she was too too close to the to the to the floor. Whereas okay. like most of my maternal incubation clutches are higher up. So you know I don't know. I, that's just a guess. It's just a thought. It could. Who well, knows? Did you I check for veins at all when they were
1: born, or did you just straight up just be like, oh, cool, she's C type.
0: So, yeah, so, I mean, I take, you know, when, when so when she's wrapped and she's got a really good wrap, usually what mm-hmm. I do is I kind of just, like, tap her head and she moves her head away. And if I yeah. see that that top egg looks really good, I just kind of roll All right. it. You All know Right. What I mean? If I'm going mean, to do, do maternal th- incubation.
1: The jungle clutch that I had, the eggs looked, like, I can show you pictures, they looked perfect. Looked mm-hmm. freaking fantastic. And uh, some of them were developing veins and then everything just petered off. And then only one wrote it out and hatched. I mean, that's just how it goes. The Woma eggs, um, yeah. They're if they weren't the Woma eggs, I would have put them in the dumpster already. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not going to get a single Woma baby, and that sucks. But it's that like sucks. all right, I got eggs, so next year we're going to try again. But um,
0: yeah, those eggs, goes. man. Those eggs are tough. I, I don't know. know what it is with
1: them. I don't know either. I'm going to figure it out. But it, that's yeah. the thing is that they can look fantastic mm-hmm. the, like a couple weeks after laying, and then they'll just bomb and crater out. So, I mean, they could have been viable, or they could have looked viable, but just not been, you know, they could have been some really nice slugs is what I'm saying. There's always infertile yeah great like that.
0: So. Yeah, I'm noticing um, – so, uh, yeah, I've, I've been – my experience this season is pretty much either maternal or I'm using those Sims containers and I like them a mm-hmm. lot. But the one thing that I'm noticing is like um, they do get a lot of like uh, condensation in the box. Right. Um, right. So I think I've said this before, but one of the tricks that I learned from Buddy Buscemi is is that you know I just took like a, a dowel, dowel rod, yeah. and I kind of like yeah. prop it so it's kind of on an angle. So, like, if those, they're not going to drip down, it's just going to kind of, uh, you know, it's going to roll down to the edge of the tub and then down into the bottom. Um, Right. So, I don't know. But I did notice, like, there was a couple eggs that were right, like, really close to the edge of the box. And I noticed that they started to mold. Um, So, I did still get babies to hatch out of, like, somewhat moldy eggs. But... Yeah. You know, I don't
1: know. But, dude, I, I would I'm probably
0: fighting. try to keep them as center as possible.
1: I'm fighting with the Woma eggs because it was always the um, some of the caramel tiger to caramel jag eggs got a little bit of mold on some of the weak parts of the egg, which that, uh-huh. you know, you, you attack it with the athlete's foot powder. You just sprinkle it on the eggs and the mold just dies. So yeah,
0: I was going to ask you about that. So you take that. <laughs> you just kind of like you literally sprinkle it just on the egg.
1: I sprinkle it and then I kind of blow on the eggs to kind of get any excess off. And then I just walk away. It's done. You know, if you okay. really want to get meticulous, you can take a, uh, um, like a Q-tip and kind of get the powder mm. on individual mold spots. But I used mm. to use, um, water, like in the beginning, way back when this is pre-goatee Owen, when I was foolish young and really stupid. Um,
0: there I was used, a pre-goatee Owen.
1: I didn't, I know there are pictures, <laughs> um, but it was, uh, I used Listerine to fight mold on eggs. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I've done that before too, but I don't like it because now I'm throwing liquid onto eggs and the liquid dries and the egg temperature fluctuates. I just, I actually Using Listerine, no problem, none at all. Right. But I almost prefer just throwing a couple of things of powder on it and walking away. Um, it kind of seems simpler, easier, and less stress. Um, so, yeah.
0: I don't know if you had a chance to check out uh, Garrett Hartle's uh, Reach Out Reptile YouTube video where he used the Sims container, but he put these... Um, he basically put... Uh, uh, what do you call those things you put in? a um, Like isopot? No. Uh, what's the things you put in a uh, bioactive what? substrate? No, bioactive substrate. Yeah, but the, yeah. they... Uh, springtails Springtails. is that what it is yeah Yeah, that's what it is. springtails and isopods yeah all right so the springtails basically eat the mold so what What? he did was yeah springtails thanks riley (laughs) so basically uh he put it was really cool you check out his youtube video on it it's really cool and i think he did an update on his facebook page or whatever but basically he took one of those sims containers and he and he put, like, a bioactive substrate in the bottom, and he put those springtails in the bottom. And the idea was is that with retic eggs, I guess because they take so long, you know, to incubate, mm. and usually when you have those uh, longer, you know, stents of time, you you have a bigger chance of mold. So there was an mm. egg that had mold on it, and he was showing that, the, you know, the springtails were all over it, eating the mold off, you know, which I thought was – that was interesting, man. That was
1: That
2: is incredible. Know,
0: I always – I was like seeing those things that kind of push things forward and people thinking outside the box type of deal. So,
1: well, and this is something that also like is something else that could have possibly been brought over from a different reptile corner, because I know monitor guys usually bury the eggs in, mm-hmm. in a bioactive substrate, or at least the lizard will bury it in a bioactive substrate. And then we will pull it out and throw it in a box. So it's like, potentially they may be preparing for that and they have, longer incubations than ours, like I can hatch four or five carpet python clutches before monitor eggs hatch, like you know it's like what yeah, it's a good days? point, yeah. yeah,
0: it's going in they're they're digging it and putting it in there, and yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense, but I just thought it was uh you know it was just a, a different way to to you know to look it at it and cool. you know try to come up with a solution to a problem, you know, but
1: i dig I dig yeah. that stuff, you know, anything that can change it up and mess it up a little bit that anything that makes your life a little bit easier, the less happy you don't have to worry about it. I'm like, oh, I put the eggs here. And if there's mold that pops up, Springtail's got it, you know, and that might even be, um, depending on how well the bioactive is, will they take care of dead eggs? Like, you you remember, you've always seen the clutch where it's like all these beautiful white eggs and there's like one in the center that's like brown and crinkled and kind of e. am like, And, that, and then clearly that one was bad, and, it, you know, it, it normally just dies and you let it go. I always get worried that something might spread to the other eggs, and I know it's highly unlikely. I just – it's one of my little things. If a bioactive substrate is there, will they, like, clean out that egg? Will they take care of that? I mean, I don't know.
0: Yeah, i I don't know, it's a good question. I mean, as I yeah. start to get into uh, you know, like scrubs and poplins and all that oh kind of God. stuff That's with right. long incubation times. Uh, <laughs> I may I may experiment but, with that a little bit just to you know, to see how it goes. Reticks, good all that kind of stuff.
1: Those babies are gonna be the size of your two year olds fresh out of the egg.
0: What? Poplins? No, I mean <laughs> the, the, the reticks <laughs> the pop ones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I was thinking about that. You know how, I like, to map stuff out? And I'm like, wow, this is probably going to be a year where, like, I don't breed. You know what I mean? I think garbage. those years I would focus on those, like, those yeah. specific pairings and trying to figure it out and not really breed anything else. But I don't know. We'll see. I say that now, five years from now. <laughs> I'll be like, wow, well, oh, man. That...
1: <laughs> well, think about it this way. You know, maybe you don't – maybe you still do – two or three carpet clutches but then you let everybody else sit so you focus on the big ones you know you don't have to breed every single carpet python that's in your room
2: oh, you no. know, <laughs>
1: and then and then just and then just focus on the big guys because i i would probably be more excited and probably feel more accomplished if i had a year where it was like maybe two or three carpet python clutches go but like every other other species lays a clutch
0: and then we're like ah, cool done so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm going to say this now on the air so that if somebody tries to rip me off maybe like years from now, I can be like mm. I said it first. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um you know, I got this video from the bar and Bens on on the line, so we're going to click them on okay, in a second quick, right quick. after I say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh the barkers put out this uh video uh on ball pythons, and it was a DVD and I bought it and it was like way way back DVD. and i don't even think you can get it anymore there's a dvd and it oh. talked about ball pythons how to keep them how oh to breed God. them just you know it was it was so early in the uh you know like in herpeticulture that they didn't even know if clown was a proven mutation like they didn't think that it was going to be oh. something that proved out genetic you know so so you can j- just have that as an idea of how old this video is and um Anyway, I was thinking about it. And, you know, Garrett, when he came on the show a while back, he was at the very end of the show, he was kind of talking about, you know, my goal of like working with all the different Python species, et cetera, et cetera. And it was like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what are you going to do with that? And I'm thinking, and I'm like, yeah, what am I going to do with that? And it's like, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Like, (laughs) You know, I was thinking, like, you know, everybody writes books and all that. And I said, wouldn't it be cool there was somebody that made a a video or, you know, I guess by the time that I would make it, it, who knows what kind of technology it would be. It might be just implanted in your brain or some shit like that. But anyway, um, I was thinking like the venom interviews was really awesome like really well done and i'm very you know i have that artistic side of me whatever blah 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 so i'm thinking what if i did that kind of thing but did it for pythons instead of like the venom interviews you know what i mean so it'd be like yeah yeah i don't want to say for lack of a better title at this point but like the python interviews but like you know just doing like a, a some kind of documentary type of thing where you're highlighting all these different species and showing people and yeah. like like I'm thinking like, man, I'd have to get like some elaborate setups and stuff and like you know have them crawling through to make it look like it's naturalistic stuff and you know, I don't know, I just think it it could be really cool and then talking to uh you know, different breeders of pythons and their experiences and, you know, things yeah. that they've been through and stuff like that. So, anyway, that's, right. you know, I was thinking, like, oh, that would be something that would, you know, might be cool to do. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, no, maybe good. nobody will care.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, I, I say release it on uh, VHS tape and then watch everybody be like, what the hell is this? And have to try yeah, to figure be out like, get a VCR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring back the VCR. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah right, exactly.
0: <laughs> beta rules, man. <laughs> beta rules. <laughs> All the young people are like, "What the hell is beta?" <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Eric his entire album on vinyl. What? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds better. Well, vinyl's yeah. back in now, you know. So. Oh, cool. of course. Let yeah, us. Uh, circles, yeah. <laughs> let's get Ben on here. Let's see what he yeah, has to That uh, <laughs> with us about. <laughs> yeah. It's just spinning and so oh, there it is. Hey Ben, welcome yeah. back to MPR. How you doing, man? Doing well. How about y'all? How oh, we're doing, doing good. Right? I'm just trying to relax a little yeah. bit before the shenanigans uh, are uh, <laughs> will begin in a in a few. Oh weeks yeah, yeah.
3: It's gonna start like yeah, next it's week. Coming dude. up quick.
0: Yeah, man. So. Yes. Anyway, the reason that uh, you're coming back on is because I thought um, rather than me and Owen butcher what you're going to uh, offer in the auction, I thought it would be awesome if you would just say it and we could talk about uh, some of the things that you were looking for, et cetera, et cetera. So go for it, man.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited. I'll get to be there. Uh, my friend Kevin helps me with the animals here. Um, he's going to drive up with me. So cool. I get to be there in person. So if this is nice. Con- confusing at all. I'll be able to explain it in person, whoever, whoever, uh, wins the raft or wins the, uh, the auction. Um, but what I'll do is I'll give, give people a choice. Um, you could either, uh, use the, the voucher for, uh, getting two pythons genotypes. So it'd be like this DNA fingerprint. And that would essentially prepare, that would be, you know, entries that would go into a database that will be starting. So we, uh, we do officially have a name now. It's going to be Rare Genetics, Inc., or RGI. And we have a logo that's just about done. And as soon as that happens, um, that'll go on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, all that fun stuff. And uh, then people will be able to find us. But so it'll be Rare Genetics, Inc., um, So anyway, um, so uh, that's one choice. And like I said, once all that other stuff gets rolling, then we'll be working on fixing up that database, getting that all set up so that all of these things can be organized and and we can be able to refer back and compare, um, like we talked about last time I was on, Mm -hmm. the the, uh, age-old question of what's in my carpet Um, so people... (laughs) People registering animals like this—that'll be a way to build that database and be able to get to a point where we would be able to answer that for people, um, just like what people do with uh, ancestry tests in humans and and dog breeds tests with dogs. So, so that's one one choice they could make. So they could have two pythons registered, so they would kind of be like registered breeders or, you know, however you want to refer to them. Mm-hmm. Um, then another choice is. I think especially for green tree python keepers, um, I could test two males to see if I can do sex determination on their offspring. So as long as the male is heterozygous for for one of these couple of markers that I have that are to the the actual spot in the sex chromosome that makes a python either a male or a female. Um, So it's not quite a perfect test, but as long as the, the male hat is heterozygous for one of those, then what you would then be able to do for the rest of his life whenever he has babies, um, you can just send their sheds to me, and I would be able to tell you for a you know pretty good price. I'd be able to tell you whether they're male or female right off the bat just from that first shed so you'd know it you know, 10 days old or two weeks old or whatever it ends up being by the time I get the sheds and, and uh, run them. So uh, that'll be a pretty cool thing, I think, especially for green tree python keepers uh, to be able to have that test. Um, oh, hell and I'd yeah. also throw out there. Yeah, definitely. I'd throw out there also um, if, if it, whoever wins it was interested in clubrids or um, vipers or lapids, uh, I could do 10 sex determination tests on those. So you have one of those three choices. Nice. That's,
0: That's cool. awesome, and, man. And for
3: the uh, lapids, <clears> glubrids, <throat> and vipers, it is just any shed. I, that test is where I want it to be. So any shed from a uh, lapid, viper, glubrid, uh, you just give it to me, send it to me, and, and I can fix those babies from just that shed.
0: Nice. That's really cool. That is something that has never been uh, – you know, people – I'm I'm thinking people will jump on that. What do you think, Owen? <laughs>
1: Uh, I I am already saving I have a similar <laughs> Python shed for you. I have a Madagascan yeah. Hognose shed for you. Uh good. and I have something else. Uh God damn it. <laughs> something else downstairs. It, they're all they're all downstairs in the freezer. So you know, I'm just gonna Very be to have a box or
3: a styrofoam box for you, uh at Carpet Fest. So Yeah, so that's the other thing, is just anyone if you have snakes shedding between now and Carpet Fest, you're coming to Carpet Fest. You know, just bring it with as much information you can give me about it, and I'll happily take it. Even even if there's nothing in particular you want right now from it, I'll use it to just have it here and, and be able to test it. And if it's something that I'm kind of missing, then I'll I'll be running it anyway, and I'll let you know what kind of information I get from it. Since we're at the early stages, I'll, I'll take pretty much anything right now. Oh,
1: well, well here's a crazy rat, here,
3: that's the other thing so
0: oh okay here's a crazy question mm-hmm. what about elephant trunk snakes somebody <laughs> um what
3: what family are they in i don't remember i'd have to look I that have up no idea
0: <laughs> it's not a python i'm i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. i have no idea what it is yeah. <laughs> Let yeah. me refer to my colubrid expert on the show. Owen, do you know? <laughs> it's an elephant trunk snake.
1: That's all uh, I got. Whatever that oh, bird is that Riley uh, sent us. That's what Are it is. they
3: are they in the water? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Atros... So Short yeah, ap- atro- yeah,
0: yeah, Say Yeah, that yeah? Again? There you go. Okay. Acrocorded. Yeah.
3: yeah, I haven't ever done anything with acrocorded DNA before, um, but I mean, if you have it. Give it to me, and I'll I'll figure out what to do with it for sure. <laughs> well, there you go, I'll Tony. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
1: So, yeah, get in touch with Ben and send him whatever.
0: So, yeah, very cool. So, is there anything like if they're going to bring you these sheds for you to use, and you know you have, and you, is there any way that they need to bring it that they have to store it a special way, or?
3: Yeah, yeah. So the the first thing you want to do is get it dry as possible. So right after they shed. What I usually do is just kind of pull it apart, like, you know, un- unraveling a sock after you take it off your foot, you know, just kind of uh-huh. straighten it out, get it flat so it can completely dry. Um, and I only need, you know, I think we talked about it last time, about the size of a quarter. So I, right. I don't, you don't necessarily need to straighten out the whole shed. Sometimes the part of the shed, the snake left it pretty straight anyway. So you could just right. rip that part and uh, leave it flat, let it be complete. Once it's completely dry, put it in a Ziploc bag and write on there with a Sharpie or something like that so I know what what that specific shed, what animal that goes to. And okay. uh, then either write all the inferred data, you know, details right there on the bag or, you know, have a piece of paper or shoot me an email and give me any, any other detail about it that references that animal number or name that you put on the bag. Cool. cool i gotta force right. some sheds here in
1: the next like week and a half i'm gonna try to do something i don't know how do you do? how do you get all your snakes to shed so
0: <laughs> yeah um feed them owen Oh, <laughs> right, well, there you go <laughs> that was a weird change of <laughs> but, yeah. yeah right yeah. um cool well that's awesome man i appreciate uh appreciate that um i think that's that'll be cool really that cool mentioned. I'm glad you're uh, you're making your way up, man. It would be. Uh, I think there's going to be like sixty plus people here, man. <laughs> it's
3: going to be love, nuts. That's awesome.
0: It's going to be insane. Ooh. Oh my god! Last gosh.
3: time, last time I went, it was significantly smaller than that. We were at Harry's house. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you've been there a couple of times. It was the year I think that I was about to throw up the whole night. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: you were yeah. like
1: super sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't eat those part of the crabs you're not supposed to eat.
0: So, yeah, you know, that's I'm kind of stupid when it comes. <laughs> that was a bad choice, <laughs> but uh, promise not to do that again. You know. Yeah, hopefully but... you'll be feeling better this time. Oh, uh, for sure. Hopefully. Well, I better knock on wood, but
1: yeah, I know. And I'll power through it. Keep going, man. Just keep getting bigger and bigger. So.
0: Yeah, Whew, I don't know, man. We might have to ten years. We might have to go somewhere else, man. <laughs> to, yeah. Uh, have to start renting
2: out a, a big thing. Okay, a hall or I'm something, sure, man.
1: I'm not sure if my house can keep as many people as your house can. So I'm not even sure if this is. Uh, we may have to talk about next year. So
2: <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> yeah, I,
1: thought damn I was getting right. a break. Nope. Uh, no, we'll talk. Don't worry. I'll wait till you're drunk at Carpet Fest. That's yeah. all I'll talk. Yeah. You
0: talk to Dory. She'll get it. Awesome. So. um <laughs> <All right. sighs> Um, I was going to ask you, Ben, since you, uh, since you were on here, um, you know, I think I kind of sent a message to you a little bit, like, you know, I know you were, I, I, I kind of followed this thread about this exanic gene and whatnot. And like, uh, I don't know, do you have any thoughts on it? Like, can it just change? Is it possible? And how does it apply to things like ballpipe mounts? And I guess my last question would be, you know, isn't there like a het red exanic that's really not het it's incomplete dominant and how did that kind of shake out for people (laughs) did that kind of make (laughs) people go crazy
3: yeah so uh if you know if i answer a question strictly being a geneticist so if you have a trait where Uh you either have it all the way or you don't have it that's just those two things so you either You are pied or you're wild type, just normal, you know, just one or the other. That's one type of situation. And some axanthics, like axanthic and ball pythons, just straight axanthic, it is. Like, Mm -hmm. you either are axanthic or you don't. Um, Okay. But the other thing that can happen is you could have something in between. So you could have, like, in carpet pythons, uh, JAG is in between a normal and then a super jag um where it's you know super super reduced melanin and and they don't end up living but mm-hmm. um so that's that's called incomplete dominant because there's right. three different stages and the het form so when you have one copy of a gene that's called a het now in herpeticulture when people say het they usually are talking about a simple recessive mutation but it's the same terminology whether it's simple recessive dominant co-dominant incomplete dominant if it has one copy of the mutation it's called a het so a jag is a het and then a super mm-hmm. jag would be homozygous for jag and it's so reduced in melanin and it's nervous system so messed up that it, it doesn't usually end up living and right. so what i understand from the axantic in carpet pythons is you see kind of a gradation. If you have a full azantic animal and you breed it to a normal, you're going to get about half and half that, I mean, you can tell a difference between them, that yes. some of them seem somewhat axanthic, but when you breed two of those somewhat axanthic ones together, you get a full axanthic a fourth of the time. And so that is, very clear-cut, incomplete dominant. Like, from, if you're going to talk to someone who's a geneticist, you explain to them what's going on, um, that is incomplete dominant. And as long as the people you're talking to can understand that if you have one copy of the gene, it's a HET, and if you have two copies of the gene, it's homozygous, you could call them HET for axantic. But it is an incomplete dominant trait, so even though it's het for axanthic, it still looks somewhat zyantic, and so that's what's kind of difficult to uh, to get people to to you know get used to that in their mind. As soon as you say het to herpetoculturists, at least python breeders, um, ball pythons as well, when you say het, then they assume you're talking about a simple recessive trait. And that if it's mm-hmm. a het, you can't see what it is. Well, in this case, um, it it would probably be easiest for people in herpetoculture to understand if you call it a azampic and a super azampic or something like that. Um, right. But I mean, that that also is awkward. There's not really a a super simple way yeah, to do it. it. I don't think at this point, since they've been called azampics for so long. Um, but I I would probably lean towards that, just call them azantic and super azantic, or asanthic and then homozygous asanthic for the ones that are, you know, full azantic. But that's, like, for people that are purchasing animals, there needs to be a way to communicate to them whether they're getting an animal that if they breed it, they're going to get all, you know, this one copy of the mutation, HET, so they're getting a homozygous asanthic every baby's gonna get that mutation, one copy of that mutation, or are they getting one that's ahead for azanthic and so only half the babies are gonna get it, that's a pretty big difference. And mm-hmm. if people that are purchasing don't understand that and you just call both both, you know, levels of azanthic you just call it Axanthic, then that's, you know, not, not a good way to communicate with your customers.
0: No, because I think the other problem is is that you could have what we call a het that people are, you know what I mean? Like if it's, you're selling it as what would be an exantic or what we would call, what we're calling super exantic right now, which is really not. So, you know, they're thinking they're getting, right. you're exactly right. You know, they think they're getting this and they're really getting that. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I
3: know, like, with hypo boas, they, they kind of went through that same thing, you know, hypo, and they would call them possible super hypos or, po- or probable super hypos, and, you know, it, it was, you know, a little messy and difficult to know for sure what you were purchasing, and once again, it kind of comes down to if you want to make sure you get an animal that's going to be what you expect it to be make sure you buy directly from a breeder that you trust and you can ask questions and they will answer your questions. Some breeders are, you know, very busy, have lots of stuff going on and might not be as responsive. They might be great animals, but for me, what I like the best is a breeder that I know produce that animal and I can ask them questions and they're responsive and I can, you know, know exactly what's going to happen. Otherwise, especially with that exanthic, that seems like there's lots of opportunity for confusion and and uh, problems and people not getting what they expected. Right
0: now, is that the same thing that happened with the het red exanthic? Is that the same type of deal? Like they thought it was recessive and then it turned out to be incomplete dominant in ball pythons? Yeah.
3: So, yeah, yeah, in ball pythons, so a het red exanthic does have one copy. And then a, mm-hmm. a red eyes anthic does have two copies, is homozygous for it. Um, the history of that, I don't, I honestly don't know for sure. I wasn't really in the ball python world when that gene originated. I think it mm-hmm. was Corey Woods that started that one, but, um, but yeah, I mean that it it works exactly like that. So it the the hets. In, they do look different. It's very easy to tell when you have, if you breed a, a red axampic to a normal, you can tell the babies are het-rad If
2: you breed a het-rad
3: to a normal, you can pick out the half the clutch that are het-rad And then when you breed het-rad to het-rad you get red azanthics about one-fourth of the time, and those are homozygous. Okay. Hmm. So, now, yeah, if you followed that, you know, for, for whatever reason that worked in the ball python world, that has been around long enough. When you say het radiazanthic, people know that that looks different than a normal. But for any other gene, if you say, like, if I said het pastel ball python, then people would be very confused. And if I said that, like, on, <laughs> on Instagram, I would get these, you know, <laughs> you're such an idiot. There aren't het pastels. Like,
0: I know exactly
3: what would happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what it is. A pastel ball python is het pastel. That's and a homozygous pastel is a super pastel. Right. So,
0: I mean, most of us get into this, you know, we're sort of for the, for, even if it's just a little bit, we're some somewhat fascinated by science genetics and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, for people that are so into that, like when you actually figure something out, like that we have such a hard time, like changing the, the, the way we think about things, you know, it's like, yeah, it must, it must be frustrating as you, as being a geneticist, you know, you and Travis Wyman are probably like, guys, you're so dumb, like smacking your head against the wall. <laughs> yep.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well,
3: thankfully for me, I started the war back in probably two thousand two or two thousand three. I remember being on the Kingsnake forum. I don't know if you guys remember that forum where it would mm-hmm. be like this stepwise thing that would go across your whole screen as people reply to replies to replies. That was a fun <laughs> system. Um but uh yeah. So, I mean, I, I was in genetics as an undergrad and we learned uh-huh. about, you know, a white flower, a pink flower and a red flower. And that's being complete dominant and it's exactly like pastel and ball python. So I posted that on those, like, you know, seriously, we kind of are making our industry look like we're idiots. Cause like if you talk to any other plant breeders or animal breeders, and say we call this co it makes us sound like idiots. <laughs> and we <Right. laughs> really should be calling it incomplete dominant. And I, you know, wrote directly to the Barkers and to some other people. as like, you know, this is incomplete dominant. It's not co Codominant co is how you explain how two different traits interact with each other.
0: Right. Um,
3: so, I mean, incomplete dominant, that's one trait and three different gradations. But anyway, so back then I would get more heated and, you know, I'd take part in conversations. Now when I read stuff, it's usually, I don't know, maybe I look at more comments on Instagram, but it seems like people just really go crazy. I I guess I've seen some pretty stupid stuff on, on uh, YouTube as well. There's some pretty, pretty (laughs) dumb comments on there, but it it doesn't bother me at all now. Like, I don't know if it's just because, I just don't have any faith that I could help them understand <laughs> in that. Meeting, <laughs> right, right, uh, right. The best thing I feel like I can do is like this, I'm, you know, radio shows and writing like, you know, a blog or something like that to try right. to help people understand. But, you know, replying in comments is very rarely going to do much. <laughs> right.
0: Is there any, I'm trying to think. Is there? And I'm trying to think of a of a gene or genes that would be actually codominant. Like, what would that be? Would that be like a bumblebee? Is that what would be codominant in ball um,
3: No. So, uh, what what to truly be codominant? The one of the simplest examples is ABO blood group in humans. Mm -hmm. So if you have um, blood group A, then the only antigens you have on your cells are A antigens. If you're AB, you have both A and B antigens on there. And then if you're O, that means you don't have either on there. And so codominant means that um, as your blood, blood cells are going through, they have the a phenotype or, you know, they act like an A antigen, but they also act like a B antigen. So it's the same. The other thing is they have to be allelic. So it's the same um, specific location, like what we were talking about last time, where we have these books that are chromosomes and then a certain page is a gene. So in that page would be an A, but you could also have a B there or it could be neither and and be an O. So there's three different possible pages you could get, and you get one page from your mom, one page from your dad. And You're so right. if you get an A, all your cells will act like an A. They'll have that A antigen. If you get a B and an O or a B and a B, then it'll act like a B. But if you get an A and a B, then your cells will act just like an A, but they'll also act just like a B. They get that full phenotype or that full... Okay you know expression of both those alleles and that's what codominant is. So if you have something where it's at two different locations like with bumblebee you're talking about spider and pastel they're at two different places in the in the snake's genome so they're different books, different pages. So that doesn't mm-hmm. work as codominant. It has to be essentially what we call allelic but it has so, to be where both of those genes, both of those alleles do different things, but they do them both at the same time. If you get both alleles. So it's definitely kind of confusing, but suffice to say that I haven't seen that ever in any, any snake morphs. (laughs) Okay, great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's,
3: yeah, there's no good reason to ever use codominant to explain a Python
0: morph. (laughs) (laughs) There you You go. Um, Oh, Riley had a quick question. He said, in other facets of breeding animals with mutations or various phenotypes, is the word super used, or do those communities use homozygous strictly? Like,
3: Yeah, if you're talking to someone in genetics, they're, they're just going to say homozygous. Um, super, you would just, like, if you ever said that to a geneticist that you have a super pastel or whatever, like they just like you? it. it is. What's so great <laughs> yeah, about yeah. it? it yeah. seems like you're <laughs> okay, trying you know. to make your your animals you love into superheroes or something. I mean, they would be very confused. Yeah. Um, I have not ever heard that like from dog breeders or horse breeders or anything like that. Um, I mean, a super just seems to be a, a herpeticulture thing as far as what I've seen and heard. God can suck. I don't
0: know if you can change that, man. I mean, super is like uh, that's embedded in. I mean, it's a, it, you see somewhat of a of a change with. I see some people call it incomplete dominant, you know, and and they say yeah. that. And,
3: yeah, over time know, it, people have kind of changed a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, yeah. Imagine putting on
1: uh, at a snake show putting homozygous exanic uh, on your exanic stuff. Like, would would that? If I was I'll breeding be asking you
3: about it. yeah, yeah. If I was breeding him, that's what I would do. I would at least. That's label what I'm the, gonna do. The homozygous okay. one. Yeah, I would say homozygous <laughs> exanthus. Yeah.
1: I mean, uh, let's put it this way. Oh, one, I'm gonna I get have... some shit for that.
3: <laughs> yes,
1: you are. Um, <laughs> yep. Ben, this this year I have um, multiple exanic pairings, but nothing has gone. It's not nothing is exanic to exanic. So everything in my mind. Is coming out het for exanic because they were exanic animals bred to non-exanic animals. So right. even though something could come out looking silvery, bluish kind of exanic, it is still just a het exanic. It's just a really pretty one. So correct. That's what we're going with. All right. Cool. Yep. Now yeah, and
3: honestly, <laughs> the the super thing doesn't bother me. Like it's definitely unique to herpeticulture. But as long as people in herpetoculture realize what that means is it's homozygous, you know, it, do, it right. doesn't bother me. But it it would be good that people that are going to communicate to other captive breed, you know, captive breeders that work with other species to realize that that's unique to us, <laughs> and uh, not yes. try to talk about you know super trait in a horse or something because they will not understand what you're saying.
1: <laughs> right. Well, it's it's good to it's good to, we can call it whatever we want. But no, no, The have the knowledge for the background of it. You know, we. Yeah. I, if I were to, to try to change the terminology that is associated with jaguars right now, right. after so many years of them being, it would be an uphill battle the entire freaking way. And it's so much easier because I know that I don't want to sit here and try to explain to somebody who's just getting into it or is asking me a simple question at a reptile show. That it's not Kodam, it's incomplete. You know, it's much easier just to kind of roll with it. But you yeah. know, if we can, if we can start, exanics have not really started flooding everywhere yet. And you know, there's there's the dangerous rumor, in my opinion, that people think that by breeding a het exanic to a non, or breeding an exanic animal to a non exanic animal, they might get a few exanics in the clutch, and that's. I think you're you're going down the wrong path there. So yeah,
3: yeah. Know. Once you understand that to be a full homozygous azantic animal, you have to get a copy from the mom and the dad mm-hmm. um, of that, you know, specific gene mutated gene. You know, obviously it's impossible to do that if one of them is wild type normal for that mutation. You know, right. So I mean.
1: This is, I mean, this is basic genetics. I mean, have you and you said it was what was the boa,
3: the hypo boa? You said kind of. Yeah, hypos. Okay. Yeah.
1: So know. they, was...
3: they're. It's very easy to tell a hypo or a super hypo from a normal, but it's difficult mm-hmm. to tell the difference between a hypo and a super hypo. They look okay. very similar, so that's where they have a problem. So they would call a probable soup, that means that the little signs that the breeders that had been working with them a lot, what they're looking for, like I think it was like eye color and some other things, um, they would call that a probable super hypo because they're pretty sure it is, but they couldn't say 100%. And then possible super hypo just means that it came from a hypo to hypo breeding. Doesn't really show all the traits of being a super, but it's possible that it could be.
1: Right. Now, um, I I was just reminded by something with Riley is that um, part of the stuff that we have going on right now, or at least I have going on right now, is exanic to caramel. And caramel Uh is labeled as a codom as well with the super. Yeah. Same thing is what we're looking at, right? Every caramel is technically het caramel and every super is uh, homozygous.
3: Correct. Yeah, that's how we would refer to it in genetic. You know, a geneticist would call that. Yeah, right. And yeah, I'm just gonna end up doing caramel
1: head exanic because what are you gonna do here? <laughs> that's how everyone expects it, I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I see no problem with that. You know, people are used to caramel, super caramel. I think that works great, and it it communicates to your purchaser, you know, your customers, and they they ha- you're you're able to meet their expectations when they are communicating communicating with you, purchasing that, and then they go to breed, they can know what to expect. So I think that's great, and I think it would be fine to do that with with the uh, azanthics too, call them azanthics and super-azanthics. That works, mm-hmm. and that gives a way for a customer to understand, but so would head azanthic and homozygous azanthic. Either way can work, but okay. it's important for people to realize that the the animal that has one copy of the mutation looks different than the normal but mm-hmm. it is not a full homozygous you know it doesn't have two copies it only has one copy and the ones that have two copies look a little different and they need to have different names there needs to be a normal and whatever you refer to the het or one copy and whatever you refer to the homozygous and the two copies right okay
1: man this is hard, <laughs> but it's um, <laughs> um but uh, I, I guess because I know with a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be sending you is uh, a lot of my caramel stuff as well as now my exanic stuff has been mixed into it. So, I mean, you think at one point you'll be able to kind of nail this one down to uh, what we're looking at genetics-wise of like this is – this is – where I can look to see that this is indeed an exotic animal,
3: yeah, yeah, that the technology is definitely there uh to do that, and that would just be money and time to be able to get to to uh figure out exactly where those two mutations are, and uh that honestly will will take quite a bit of work, um but yeah, I hope you know five ten years from now that that's something that that I would be able to be a part of I would love doing that and I'm hoping that if we find a in in one species then it'll be similar in another species it'll be pretty easy to figure that out they've they've done they figured out where it, albino is I think it was in corn snakes so hopefully I could take that and go look at you know other species and be able to figure out where that is in other species as well and just kind of crack the code step by step. I think the first four or five will be the hardest, but after that, you know, it should get easier, and as sequencing prices come down and things like that, it becomes more and more possible and easier to do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, uh, when it comes to what you
1: would kind of want people to bring to you at CarpetFest, are you pretty much just open to anything at this point just to get it rolling, and then eventually you guys will be a little bit more... Uh, focused in on uh, what to do.
3: Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. For now, I don't have, I have, I purposely uh, bought additional freezers. So I have extra freezer space that I'm looking to fill. And there's a lot of different species, subspecies, localities, you know, different things like that. Whether, awesome. and right now, I'm mostly focused with pythons, colubrids, elapids, and diapers. So that's what I'm most interested in, especially if you have information about how individuals are related to each other, like we talked about last time. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, even if you don't, even if you just have one, you know, type of colubrid that's, you know, fairly rare or different or whatever, and you don't have any others, you know, related or, you know, I still would want to get that for now. Um, I, I would say, you know, in two or three years, it probably won't be like that anymore. It'll probably mostly be receiving samples to, you know, as a service and getting information back to people, whether it's sex determination or, uh, doing some, some DNA barcoding, stuff like that. Um, but it'd probably be less collecting sheds because I'll already have a good collection by then.
0: Right. Cool. That's really awesome. Yeah, I got some uh, species that maybe you won't, that you might want. You know, python-wise. Definitely. Wise. <laughs> yeah. So, I'll hook you up. Cool.
3: You gonna awesome. get an Angolan clutch?
0: Me? Nah, not yet. Probably uh, not yet. maybe maybe next year. The male I have is real small. You know. Yeah. Female's putting on size, but the the male the male is still still tiny. I love those snakes, man. <laughs> They're really cool snakes.
1: Ball those were your balls, uh, I
0: think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, when you had them at, I think it was Ham... No, ICAST. ICAST. It was iCAS Yeah, when it I went over and ICAS. you had, like, a whole bunch of those on your table there, and I was like, what yeah. the hell? These are awesome. Very cool. That's
3: another one of those. Once you, once you hold those and fill the scales and see how similar they look, their head looks to a ball python, but how different their body is and how they move and... Yeah, they're awesome.
0: Yeah, one of my favorites for sure. Oh, and he just calls them bumpy ball pythons because he pythons. really likes them, and I, he doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> I, I admit, I
1: admit to nothing, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I all my animals that I really really love have keel scales, so it's like.
0: I know this fits right into your whole wheelhouse. I don't want man. to talk about I mean, it.
3: <laughs> That's it's another so cool. one that got my blood boiling at shows and people would, you know, look at them, talk to me about them. And they're like, yeah, they're so cool, but there's no morphs. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to smack you. <laughs> Seriously? Like if this was a all python, you would pay 20 grams for it because it's freaking amazing. <laughs> it has beaded scales and a totally different pattern and awesome color. But just because that's what a normal looks like in the wild, it's not worth as much to you or it's not as cool. Uh, I got that probably five or six times when I had him at Shiz, and I just that one. I, you know, over time I got a little more relaxed about it, but still, like right. they, they probably still got the stink <laughs> guy from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see, Ben's all chill all the time the until table. he say those words, and <laughs> he's like, "What?" Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been
1: that would have been fun to watch when you and I were splitting a table a few times. But if somebody just been like, hey, it doesn't have a morph, because I would have been like,
3: get the hell out of here!
1: So I would have done the shouting for Ben, so yeah, it would have been great.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the other part too that's so frustrating was, I remember looking at them when they were like, you know, 15, 20 grand. I'm like, mm-hmm. I remember I actually got on the phone when Casey Lasik was selling off all his adults. He was selling them for 150 grand, and I was on the Go phone with him multiple hours, multiple days, trying to figure out some way, like, telling him, you know, I'll move up there and work him for you. You won't have to do anything. You can take all the money, but <laughs> I'll just <laughs> work them and eventually pay it off or whatever. He's like, no, right. i got to sell them as a group. Like, But, yeah, I mean, these people at the show, they see this, you know, $1,000 animal or whatever, and they're like – Oh, well, it would be cool if there was a more. <laughs> Seriously. But they have, oh, like, man.
1: a following. Like, there are a bunch of people out there. Literally, I think today on Facebook, people are looking for them in Pennsylvania. So there are some people that just hardcore love Angolan Python, and it's usually fun to have, like, one or two. Like, and they're looking for other people. And people are Angolan. So it's a... Uh, they definitely have a following, which is kind of cool.
3: So. Yeah, yeah, I definitely never had any problem at all selling them. I had a couple of years where I hatched out like fifteen between fifteen and twenty, and I I always sold out. It was never
0: a problem. Yeah, because they're they're still one of those things that I think still they're super rare, man. I don't really see yeah. a ton of people working with them, and you don't really. I mean, there's no imports coming in from there, you know, because where they're from. Yeah. You know, it yeah, is what it anyone is. Anyone
3: that tries, tries to go wild catching
0: will get blown up by a mine or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. No, no. Huh. <laughs> no wonder they were 20 grand back in the day. Yeah, I so remember seeing them yeah. at reptile shows. And I was like, wow, what is that? You know, because it was like it, it almost had the pattern of like a rock python or a Burmese python type of thing, but like was smaller. I'm like, what is that? Yep. That is wild looking, you know? And then you know, you really wouldn't see them that much except for like, you know, that huge price tag on it. And you're like, oh, maybe one day. It was right next to the blue chondro. Like oh, maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> you
3: know? so. Yeah. And that's how blackheads were. That's how womas were. Like I remember when all of those were over 10 grand, I remember the first jag I ever saw in person was, uh, at a Salt Lake reptile show. I think it was in Oh two. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was nine grand or something like that.
0: Holy Paul. So, wow. Now you're lucky if yeah. you get 90 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Year, like four
1: of them. I'm sitting, like, just hoping to get a hundred for them, you know, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Which change. is cool.
0: But it's, it's kind of weird how like, you know, this snake is the coolest snake. And then once it's not worth anything anymore, it's not so cool anymore. I mean, you see that with everything, you know, it's yeah, kind of weird, you know,
1: I mean, it's even funnier when you sit down and you think about it. Remember I was, talking, I, t- I was talking about a customer I was speaking to a couple weeks ago who kept bringing up these reptile people that he's fans of, and these were all the reptile people from, like, 2001 and two. He's like, I used to talk to Will Leary. I'm like, Jesus Christ, we're going far back. It's like um, <laughs> there are some people who were, like, the names in certain animals and certain morphs who now – are gone. They just dropped off the face of the planet. They, you yeah. know, had their fun, did what they did, and now they're out. So, man. oh yeah, I stared at Will's animals lots of times.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, I went to that website so many times, man. <laughs> I, yeah. I,
1: my, I was lined up to buy a Jag from Justin Jewlander, and I bailed out of it and bought one from Will Leary. And that was my first Jag, and I have told Justin this, and he, I think, has forgiven me. So I don't no, know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he holds it. Yeah, it's still a thing. All right, well, all right
3: then. So he twirls brandy um, says, one day, Owen. <laughs> I'll get him. <laughs>
2: I'll get you. I,
3: I can tell you, I know Justin well enough. He's he's not one to hold a grudge, so I'm, right. I think you're safe.
1: Okay,
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: good.
1: Battery's yeah. really holding on to it either one. So you no, know, uh, <laughs> but it was one of those things where uh, Will's animals, those pictures, that website again, where we all freaking went to. You know, again, he's just gone. So. It's
2: just yeah, to think
3: about that stuff. Yeah, at one point he was gonna be one of the authors and writing a complete carpet python book before we were even talking about it and
2: mm-hmm.
3: he was going to, was going to I think he might have even got some stuff going, but it just never happened and that's why mostly Justin and Nick jumped on that and Right. But yeah, he was he was gonna be the dude, but it just didn't didn't happen. Weird.
2: Those were the days.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the last question i'm going to ask you i just want to know is are are angolans difficult to breed is there any tricks to them or is it or are they pretty straightforward
3: honestly for me i did it about as lazy as i possibly could have <laughs> um, nice. i i traded Excellent. for i traded for the adults they were already adults so this guy had had them he's a very successful ball python breeder he had I I don't think he was in the thousands, but you know, he had hundreds of animals and did great with ball pythons. He'd had these two females for like six or seven years and he could never get eggs from them. Mm -hmm. Um, I traded them. I knew that, you know, he was a ball python breeder and couldn't get them to breed, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw them in the rack with, you know, where I have breeder carpets and breeder ball pythons and just see what happens. And I mean, they did great for me that way. I I bred them in a rack. I bred them low in the rack. I bred them high in the rack, you know, cooler temperatures, warmer temperatures. I put them in four foot by two foot. I got eggs then. I mean, really was no problem at all for me. They just went, one of the two females went for me every year. And I think one or two of the years, both of them went and just really was never a problem. I, I Hmm. honestly believe for some species With Angolans being one of them, I think that it's important to have a really good breeder male. And, uh, I actually had got a, another, I had purchased some from someone else and I was told it was a pair, Mm -hmm. but it ended up being that they were, one of them was missexed and it ended up being a male. And so I had, I had put in what I thought was a male with two females into this cage and I was going to let them do their thing. I came back the next day, and one of them was dead, and it ended up being a male. What oh, I was told it was a female. Oh, so shit. that breeder male, that my my super male that did all the breeding for me, and I mean, he would if I had put a hockey stick in there, he would have locked it.
2: Um, <laughs> you know,
3: he uh, he. Sent, I mean, I'm I don't know for sure, but it seems very likely to me that he killed that other male. I mean, he was just definitely wow. a breeder. <laughs> so I think wow. that sometimes if you go into a breeding project and you just have 1.2, um, you might do really well, but you might never get anything. And it might not be anything to do with the females. It might be that you have kind of a lazy male. He's just not motivated. Gotcha. Wow. Huh.
0: Okay. Cool. Are they, and I, I, think, I, I think I
3: remember, uh, I think it was, it might have been Casey Lazic can't remember. One of the old time, or Python Pete, um, Peter Call, one of those mm-hmm. two telling us that it was kind of the same way with blackheads, that once you find a really good breeder male, or that they were maybe a little more uh, important to keep a pair. Like once you have a pair that's breeding, keep them together, like use mm-hmm. the same male with the same female each year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a little different. Like if you're used to breeding carpets or ball pythons, like that doesn't seem to matter much at all. Um, right. But some of the other species that seems to be, the, it, it's certainly anecdotal, but for me, if I was going to get a breeding, uh, you know, start breeding Angolans again, I'd have at least three, three females and three males. And I, you know, I'd, I'd kind of watch and see which males mean business and I wouldn't let them kill each other this time. Hmm. But uh right. but yeah, I think right. that's pretty important in some species.
0: That's why I like feisty males, man. I I like I like yeah. my males to just bite the shit out of me, you know? <laughs> yeah, and that, Dirt, that that get that, the job done. Yeah. That little tiny Angolan male that I have, man, he just uh, wants to kill everything. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe that's good. So
3: that might be good, yeah. Awesome.
0: Alright, cool. Uh, anything else you want to hit on? or um,
3: The only other thing I'd say is just thanks for people. Since being on the show with you guys, I've had several people reach out. I had good conversations with Travis Wyman and, and uh, Warren nice. Booth and Rob Stone nice. and Buddy Buscemi, and so I've had several other people reach out. I've you know been on another um, Herp radio show and just had you know, lots of people, whether it's but through Facebook or email or whatever, talk about, you know, being excited and I've had, you know, someone w- wants to send me some, some Sniper um sheds and Mangshank, Mang, Mangshank or however you say that. But anyway, those things are freaking awesome looking. Um, cool. So anyway, it's just been, it's been really cool. It's it's uh, really fun to, to see the excitement, feel the excitement. And I'm, I'm looking forward. It's kind of it reminds me of when we had, you know, close to having the book go to publish just every step, feels like it takes way longer than
0: it should I <laughs> <we are> getting <laughs> close finally awesome man awesome. well keep us posted and when you get everything live make sure you share it over and we'll get it out there get the word out you know because it's really awesome. cool what you guys i appreciate are doing. it yeah absolutely man
3: yep and i look forward to getting a bunch of sheds at carpet fest
0: <laughs> oh, cool you deal. have no idea. So I'm gonna have some. <laughs> his his trunk's gonna be filled with sheds. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got a
3: got a good sized trunk. We can we can handle it. Nice. Yeah. All right.
0: Awesome. All right, man. Thanks, Ben. And we'll catch you at Yeah. yeah. All right. See you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Glad those uh, guys were able to. Uh, you know hook that up for the auction i, and I think that'll I that, that'll be cool that,
1: that's that's the one i want i mean you know that's uh i'm gonna be bidding hard on that one because if i can get my caramel stuff figured out to where it's mm-hmm. like, i know it's a caramel because bam it's like you know that's also if there's a way to possibly you know if they figure out caramel if they figure then maybe potentially further down the road, I don't have to sit here and go, well, it's a possible super. I wait for it to shed, and I send it, and then Ben gives me a report of which ones in the clutch are supers. You know, done. Holy cow. Yeah, God. that
0: would be cool if they could do Thank that. You. Yeah, Here's Use your Absolutely. freaking
1: paperwork. It's a proven super. Bye. So,
0: Man. Yeah, it's... Know. Another thing that, uh, you know, was on my list to talk about, but uh, another thing that everybody said that would not happen uh, actually happened, uh, an what albino happened? super zebra oh, from KD yeah, Selective Creations. Um, yeah. Which is pretty badass, you know? I mean, everybody kind of, you know, poo-pooed the idea of that. Well, you, uh, you knew it was eventually going to get there.
1: <clears throat> this thing is, like, every morph that comes out there, out uh, comes out, eventually it will make its way into every other morph out there. And there will be some surprises along the way, you know? I don't
0: know, man. Like the other day I was listening to, I was watching this YouTube video and it was a guy that's, you know, he's, he's, he's been doing pythons for a long time. And he was saying about getting the wobble out of the spider ball python. And I was just Never like,
1: gonna Oh happen. my
2: God, <laughs> come
0: happen. on, right, man. We'll, are, right, listen, are we listen. past this right, at this stop,
1: point? Stop. I say this, <laughs> I say this with enough, with, with, with the love, <laughs> of the listeners that fuels me every day
0: mm-hmm. you're all
1: idiots like every single <laughs> one of you like you know anybody who sits there and oh, goes and this is why
0: people don't
1: <laughs> I, I know <laughs> but this is, no, no, anybody anybody who's sitting there if you're if you're sitting there going eventually i'll be able to breed my jags together and get a white one that lives past a week that is the dumbest thing you've ever said heard thought whatever and the same thing goes with the wobble in whether it's a freaking spider, whether it's a jag, it is attached to the gene. You're never, yeah. for it to be a jag, it has to have a wobble. And I right. say this because, dude, if any idea, I'm trying to sell jags right now. Everybody, everybody does it have neurological disease. I'm like, it's, it's not a disease. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> also, also, yes. Every jack yeah. has one, and if right. they're telling, if if there's somebody out there telling you it doesn't, they're lying to you, and they're everybody's yes. taking it back when I tell them that. Yeah, and it's just oh my god, we're having a conversation that again, like how many times have we had this conversation?
0: Yeah, I think the thing of it is, is like there's a lot of new people coming in to exactly. hurt the culture, carpets and whatnot, and you know. It, I, guess, I mean, you would think that maybe they're going to stumble upon a, the, one of the podcasts or, you know, mm-hmm. not just us, but any of the ones Something that are out really there. Know. and You know what I mean? or like. Yeah. But, but, hey, man.
1: But the, but the problem is that there's tons of rumors. The rumor mill is nobody wants to say that their Jags have the neurological. So they just say that. No, mine never do. Not mine. Mine are from a European stock that didn't show it. Everybody's Jags No. Now. <laughs> you know, it's everybody jacks from Europe, dumbass. It's like that's and that's the thing is to kind of perpetuate when, when it really came back high. It was that went to Australia and we had to, or found their way mystically there. Um, and we had to explain it all again because everybody in Australia was kind of having that same thing. And dude, right. I had those conversations with people. There's always, I had the table set up, I got all the carpet set up and people come up to me they always want to talk to me about their projects even if i don't want to have anything on the table that would help their projects you know they want to talk and that's cool i love to hear it i want to listen you know i might even have some insight but you know there's always somebody who comes up there and goes i'm going to breed a red to a caramel because nobody does that and it's like there's a reason for that you know that right it's like you're not you're not brand new on the scene coming out here the reason they don't do that is because reds and caramels look a shit ton alike, like, and it would be very annoying for you, and I would not recommend doing it. And they always look at me like, you know, shocked and, really? It's like, yeah, okay, guys, every snake that's out there has been in private hands not been sold to the public for many years and has been moved through a lot of the different morphs and all that stuff's been done. So, right. you know, your projects are awesome. Your projects are really cool and totally do that. Whatever, whatever you want to do, knock yourselves out. But it has a lot of that stuff's already been done or is coming down the pipe. So it's, there are reasons that not a lot of people do certain things. Nobody yeah, it was um, trees with rough scales because they look atrocious.
0: So. <laughs> uh, I can't believe that's been done then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, no, and I told you that. I said, if it comes out with bumpy scales, we're doomed, because then it'll be bred to everything. You know, but, and then it came out looking like a crappy green tree python. It's like, done, there right. go, cool, finished.
0: Yeah, I would think uh, that, you know, you're taking a beautiful green snake and mixing it with a dirt brown snake. And, hey, <laughs> and, hey, hey. I mean, listen, taking, man. Or
1: you're taking a I, gorgeous brown snake and mixing it with a crappy baby puke green animal. Listen,
0: man. You know. What? I have plenty of dirt snakes, dirt-looking snakes. I actually I your like idea. deer return. You know what I mean? I mean, every time, you yeah. know, oh, that's another thing, man. Don't say I.J., don't say Poplin. People get I, confused I, I, because, you know, I, uh, oh, my God.
1: I'm, I'm like, you know, when Nick throws a freaking tray of food at me for because I said I.J. for the third time in the night, you know. <sighs>
0: I just feel like, you know, for me, with that, with that in particular, right? You know, and I know that people are going to still call my jays. I get it, whatever it is. Sometimes I even still call my But, You know, the thing of it You'll is, is away. like, you know, I think, um, I think PCP sound much better. It does. <laughs> Python carpet pythons, you know. It does. But it's like you found out information and I get it. Mm. That's been in herp There was a big threat about that thing too. And, you know, I was like, <laughs> Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. And, you know, it just, it's one of those things to me, it becomes, to me, it looks like it's almost about, it's almost political in a way, you know, depending on who's yeah. saying what, you know, it's like this group. it's like, no, well, I'm going to keep calling them this. Fuck that guy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, come on, man. Like, that's what I mean. For us, it's like we're so, at least for me, you know, we're like trying to figure out how to breed and the biology and the science and, and all this behind it. And when you learn new things, like you should continue to grow. And I think we should be able to like, what are they going to do? What's going to happen, man? I'm telling you, when they start taking, when somebody takes the time to, to start to work with scrub pythons, dude, uh-huh. that is going to blow up. People are gonna go lose DNA. their mind. What do you mean that's that amethystina? You mean the Northerns yes. are a different species? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, they are. There's a mountain. It's like you know that's it's it's that's the way that stuff's gonna go. And it, it's funny because the perfect, and it's almost too perfect, example mm-hmm. of how people stick to the old thing is with poppy pythons. Hmm. Every you mean the actual
0: Pop, pop- one pythons.
1: Pop one python. Yeah, the actual right. one. Okay. Every show I go to, they're labeled as olive pythons. That's just what they are. <sighs> yeah. Every I mean, time I see them that. at a show and they're not in a breeder's hands, they're olive pythons. They're not olive pop- you know, pythons. They're olive pythons.
0: One of the one of the perspectives that I can give is this, is like, and this is why I have – I have just stepped back from in, getting involved with this kind of stuff to a certain extent <laughs> online. You know, I mean, I'll talk about my experiences on here, what I think about, but like, you know, like getting involved, it, it's like, you're arguing with somebody that's produced, you know, hundreds of these things, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then you're, you've produced none, but somehow you haven't yeah. figured out. And but it's the same thing arguing, with Poplin Pythons. Like you're arguing saying that this is an olive python or looks like an olive python and like you've, you've never, never w- it
1: to another You've olive never olive. had
0: both. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Side like,
1: by side, goddammit. You know, I forget they're not who, the same.
0: I, I forget who I was talking to, but I was talking to somebody this weekend and they were talking about Darwins and uh Poplin carpet pythons being the same and looking the same and whatnot and I'm telling you, man. You you come to Carpet Fest, and I will put a Darwin in your hand, and I will put right. a Poplin carpet in your hand, and the you Darwin will clearly will see you, you the know? difference between the two: yeah. the head structure, the pattern. And you know, back in the day, in the early MP days, like I would, I thought, like, wow, that's just a really cool looking quote unquote IJ, you know? Uh huh. Yeah. Like it's really badass. And I think that's why like Darwins don't get any love because they're like, you know, they're dirt brown snakes kind of thing. Like they're more <laughs> earth tone type of when I say dirt brown snakes, I'm saying that with all love, you know. But they're like That's what they're you know, the earth. That's, t-
1: what they were. that's what they were. It was jungles and then the dirt brown ones. You know, that was well, it.
0: Well I mean I mean, when, man, that's like, you know, I mean, that would be like me and you being compared to Brad Pitt. Clearly Brad Pitt is much better looking than the two of us. You know Whoa what now. I mean? So it's like, Whoa there's now. no competition at all. At Whoa now. It's just like, why even bother? That's kind of yeah, like putting a, uh, you know, a <laughs> Poplin and a Darwin next to a jungle. Like what's going to draw your eye? Obviously <laughs> yellow and black. black and I mean, yellow. Yeah, It's, it's going to draw your eye. I don't care yeah. who you are. You know? We lose every time. <laughs> that doesn't mean that Owen and Eric can't be loved as well. You know what I Wait. mean? <laughs> Clearly, you know, some people no, like that. No, there Eric are now. other reasons for that.
2: It's like, you know, Jesus. Uh,
1: <laughs> but no, but, I get what you're saying is that, you know, and the good thing is with you and and why I think eventually down the road, you will have all those Python things is because you're, you're seeing these different species from baby all the way up, and just by watching them, you understand the differences between them and how they act and how they grow and how they are physically different. I mean, didn't you say that you put yeah. up a video and somebody was yelling at you because your scrub python was, what do you call it? Was, did you say it was an olive?
0: Oh man I had a yeah I had a patternless tannin bar baby scrub and it was on uh per on the actually it was on david Brom's uh specialty enclosure design Printer. perch yeah. thing, you know, and uh yeah. had it on there and I was explaining to him about, well, I was explaining in the video how I keep babies and whatnot right yes, and uh he's saying this guy doesn't know what he's talking about clearly that's an olive python and I'm like first off
1: like and that's and like and that's that's shocking to me because look, i've never Never looked at a baby scrub and been like, Kinda looks like an olive python. They look so different. Well it's and patternless. It just, but does it matter? The heads look baby scrubs have those big freaking eyes. I mean like Dude. and they're just like if you can't
0: cats. look man, if you can't see the difference between a Poplin Python's head and an olive python's head pet, and yeah, you think they're yeah, the, it's the same
1: like no, that's yeah, not far of a is, fetch and, and Partially going off of what Ben talked about, the problem is is that we're in such a rut now, it is so much easier to just go with the flow. Those guys who are breeding or the guys who are selling one pythons, they know right. it's a one python. They know what's going on. But if they put it up there, every idiot is going to come up to them and go, oh, it's one python. What's that? So they just put olive python. They may like half the questions will go away. And they can move on, move forward.
0: Yeah, you know. I mean, you know, I could see if you were looking at the body, you know, and just the body to why you would say something. You know, I mean, it's it's somewhat it's like, similar. They feel somewhat the, the is, same.
1: I always thought that pop ones kind of had the almost look like almost like they changed tones about they halfway do. up the body, and it looks they do. lighter exactly. Yeah. Olive pythons, Australian olive pythons look like they've just been painted matte green. Like that's it. They're all one color, done. To get yeah, different so, colors, you have to flip them over.
0: Yeah, for my, for my olive pythons, what I they're more of a like you can see clearly they're like a khaki brown type of like color. You know, maybe not khaki, like a dark khaki brown. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like with with poplin pythons. They well, first of all, they change color, that's the thing yeah <laughs> yeah they they actually change color, and uh yeah. I don't think that anybody has really researched that as yet as of why they do that, you know, but well, they I do mean, that
1: you, know I just fire up too or, I'm sorry no, this is, <laughs> this is different man, <laughs> yeah, I, I know i I've seen that with your the one your larger girl, and then I did play with your uh babies and threatened to run off into the night with them um. In Tinley Park, so... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're cool snakes, man. They're yeah, really badass snakes. snakes. are
1: cool. I have no <laughs> room. I can't do that.
0: Stop, stop <laughs> talking to me.
1: I'm excited because of what's coming to you soon, because then you'll finally enter my world of... What's that? Botarchilis, wonderfulness, and um, all that fun
0: stuff. Oh, Yeah. Oh, well, you know, i before before I get into that, um, what I'm going to say is like, you know, you know, you're talking about the different species of pythons and how they're different and whatnot. Right. So what I've learned um, working with ring pythons is how different Mm -hmm. they are than, you know, say your typical carpet or ball python (laughs) or whatever. Right. You can't feed them the same way. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I fed a little bit of a bigger meal to uh, the male and he regurged it yeah can't do it you know so you have to stay small and more often so like Mm -hmm. feeding them uh like every three days and you can just see that they're just they just move different they're faster they're it's almost like it's a colubrid it's so Mm -hmm. funny like i brought my dad over right and he hasn't seen my stuff in a while you know i'm taking him through because he was always kind of a species kind of guy you know what i mean like he was always in like there was no morphs back then so it is what it is. But you know, I'm flipping through and I and I'm opening up these tubs. You know, I show him like uh, I was like, look, this is a spotted python and this is a you know, this is a carpet python and this is an olive python and nothing's catching his eye. I was like, here's a jungle carpet python. He's like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I was like, this is a ring python and he's like, what the hell is that? You know, I'm like, yes. yeah, it's a ring python. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, that's amazing. And I was like, I figured you would like that because you like venomous stuff. And, you know, they're always brightly colored, you know, crazy looking yeah. patterns and
1: colors like that. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Like, don't touch me. He's like, oh, that's badass. Like so, yeah. so would
1: play with my Madagascan hogs because they're like little mini Cobras without the dangerousness.
0: Oh, he would um, love them, man. He would oh, really yeah. love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, he uh, – I know what I was going to say is uh, – you know, I, I guess I'm not going to say their name, but there was a there yeah. was a deal that I worked out because I don't know if they want me to say their name or not. But uh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. was a, there was a deal that worked out. You know, and like um, I I think originally the deal started with you, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. They they everybody everybody and their sister when there's a white lip comes to me, like you yes. know how many Times I got pictures of those red ones. I mean, like, dude, remember that video of that one red one? Like Casper sent me a text message and like I did the time. It was like three in the morning for him. He got up, saw a video of a white lip and went, I must text Owen immediately. Like, it, like, are you freaking kidding me? So that's good though, man, you want that? Oh no. Yeah, that was fine. But, um, so this, this it's originated with me as a offering of, you know, just somebody had white lips and I'm like, eh, I, I, I got the golds and I got blacks, you know, Chris's Chris has got blacks. So, I'm not, it's one of those things of like, I don't need them because I'll just wait for you guys. So kind of a thing. So I, uh, I decided it was good to go. So I'm like, but Eric is always looking for that kind of stuff. So uh, approached you and. uh, Yeah, he he wanted,
0: uh, uh, he wanted some, uh, some double heads and stuff for, uh, you know, some, some different things. And I was like, He's like, would you be willing to trade? And I'm like,
2: hell yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Does a bear shit in the woods? <laughs> yeah. Like, Come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, hey, man, I might not be good at selling snakes, but I'm pretty good at trading snakes.
1: <laughs> that is true. I mean, that, that's yeah. my thing. If anything, I mean, that's
0: how I amassed my collection, mostly. You know?
1: I got to find some guy who breeds rodents and really has a thing for carpet pythons and wants to just take all these babies and give me bags of rats that's the dream <laughs> it's like you know
0: feed dude my you collect- ain't kidding <laughs> yeah dude you ain't kidding man so <laughs> so please uh, somebody i will give you all that this whole all of them, for, got for a freezer me, full of rats. rats yeah but um,
1: also, anybody who comments right now that I should breed my own, you're goddamn crazy. But um, and that is never going to happen. I want you so
0: bad, man. I, I no, really do. But dude, it's I horrible. just it's no. Disgusting. Well, the thing of it is, is I don't like rodents. Like I just don't I hate
1: them. I do. You I know, work and in I a lab throughout college and then several years into my professional career, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. You know, screw that.
0: Yeah, man. Um, I hear you. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I don't want to.
1: I, I kind of can't wait, mm. though, for your first white lip to regurge a hairball because you haven't had that experience yet. And it's a fun experience when you're like, what the hell is that? So, I'll freak um,
0: out, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will. <laughs>
1: I'll
2: be like,
0: especially what the, the hell is it, going on?
1: Especially if they do it in the water, which that's a special kind of hell because then it breaks up and you just have furry water. So um, oh. and it doesn't smell nice either. Oh, so, yeah. It's almost as bad as
0: as monitor shit in the water bowl. Oh, uh, that's the worst, it's, it's, man.
1: It's a different taste, I guess. It's okay. A different
0: smell. A different so. smell. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Fair enough.
1: Uh, oh yeah. man, that's rough. <laughs> well, I, my my adults just warmed back up and started eating, and the female regurged a hairball last week, and it was like. It was just this long white like worm thing in the middle of her cage. So I'm like, oh, thanks. So you know, I guess she was storming it up, storming it up or something. I don't know. Hairballs and white lips still perplex me, but what are you gonna do?
0: Yeah, I know, right. Um yeah. So, so I, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be adding them, and uh, that will put me at what I don't even know, man. God, thirty, thirty four. Thirty-four species. Uh, but I think now at this do you
1: point. count. Now you're getting southern white lips, which are the blackface.
0: Yeah, these are uh, Tamika locality, which is yeah, pretty which cool. Is,
1: yeah, um, which is very cool because I heard that Tamika is a little bit more chilled out. So that's awesome. Um, plus, then you don't have the white lip look. <laughs> you don't have the white lip that I have. <laughs> so it's like check. Eric's got blackface white <laughs> lip. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. So Right. Um, yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um, so you have gold go... and I have Southerns. <laughs> yeah. How the hell did that happen? Which wait a I'm minute. Still... <laughs> <I'm> still... <laughs> it's almost like he planned this. So yeah. um, Excellent. Excellent. Yes, yes. Send them to Eric's house. <laughs> Let him do that. Yeah. Um and I'm and I'm still sitting here waiting for uh, any development with those red ones, but um, they're just an awesome species. I think you're really going to dig them. And you're talking about the differences between animals. You'll you'll know right off the bat that these things aren't like a carpet python. They aren't like anything else. So they're their own thing. Um, but you'll still have cool with them. I think you'll like them.
0: Yeah, I mean. I, that's the you know, like I was saying earlier,' it's, it's kind of like uh, I feel like I'm learning all over again because you know you're working with these different species, and you know you kind of have these thoughts in your head that yeah that you kind of keep these like this and that like that, and blah 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 blah, and like you know it really kind of fine tunes your uh your keeping now, I can't wait to start to work on the you know what would be my third reptile room um to get that going uh you, mean, you know you mean
1: you're not gonna have it all done by carpet fest
0: no no, no. <laughs> i'm all crammed into my small little room no. and... <laughs> we're gonna have to do tours of the room in segments because you know <laughs> yeah you know my room. You know that V18 rack, and I and I said yes. this right that V18 rack that I have that that was like it's like half of a half of it, so it comes up to like you know hobbit height yeah. of head height. You know, <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty much where it's at. It's like hobbit head height. Um, it comes up to my chest, yeah. So, but the whole yeah. top of that is now babies. filled with babies. You it's insane like the, person! All the way to the ceiling, man. Like oh I have to God. like recondition some things. You and went move back in time, ground. dude. That was what your room was when you were at the I apartment. I know. And now you've you held it. And now you've already. So I misjudged. I, I, I screwed it up because. And then I was going to make one of my bedrooms upstairs. It was going to be the baby room. But, like, coming. So after Carpet Fest, that's what's going to happen. They're going to move up okay. upstairs. And I'll just heat the the room upstairs. But, um For Carpet Fest, I have people sleeping in there. I don't want them sleeping in like 82 degree friggin' weather or room Uh, or whatever, you know. So also, I uh, pocket a
1: baby if it if it caught my eye. I'll just
0: (laughs) yeah, whoop. (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) you know, I want to talk about some good luck with uh, with a clutch. You know, Um, I don't know. I was going to sell this girl, but I don't think I'm gonna now because like every year this pair just, like, knocks it out of the park. And I know this is total – it's not It's not the pear and all that stuff. I get it. So before before the freaking messages come with the, you know, you're an idiot type of thing, uh, just <laughs> hold right. off. Anyway. Okay. I've read them three times, and every time I get this sh- – I get a ton of albinos. So this clutch was nine egg – well, actually it was uh, – Two, so it was eleven eggs. Two were slugs. Mm-hmm. She maternally incubated them. Mm-hmm. Seven albinos, <laughs> two normals, <That> <laughs> and one's bad. a Those zebra and one's a
1: normal. Those are some so pretty a, good goddamn numbers. Oh, this was your albino zebra clutch.
0: Yeah, I I, ah. I just finally got around to like you know setting them up and going through and taking pictures and all that kind of stuff of of yeah. everything and like so it seems like I have let's see. So there's three albino zebra jags, one albino zebra, okay, uh, two albino jags and one, no, three albino jet. Ja- Did I do that right? would <laughs> so be seven. No, two albino jags and one albino normal. I think that's pretty goddamn good odds. Goddamn you know, good know what odd. I mean? I'm yeah. like woo.
1: That's that's really good goddamn odds. But um, Yeah. Now, I'm going to add – now, it, it, it's funny because you have this pair that gives you the great odds and gives you the good clutch and all this other stuff. Then you have the one pair that I know has been like the bane of your existence since you got them, and that's the Xanic to the Albino. Duh.
2: That 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 sad pairing.
1: Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna I ask you I was I was gonna ask you how are they going? Because I know that'd be like a that'd be like a through the upright score spike the female because we finally got the eggs. You know, three or four years after you, like it would have been
0: awesome to get them. You know. No, dude, it's five years now. That project's been oh, going on Freak. for freaking five years, man. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's five years it's, of it's, breeding. It's, it's, <laughs> that's not five years you, of keeping.
1: If you had got them the first time, you'd already have snows at this point. It's like
0: you yeah, know, it drives me nuts. I seen somebody nuts. the other day in this and they're like producing snows or producing like their double heads are breeding and I'm like, son of a bitch. Bitch. Like <laughs> So that just goes to show you, like you you go and you 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 put money down, the big money or whatever for 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 a project, and you think you know it's gonna pan out. <laughs>
1: but but the thing is, like that male, that that because um was that Dole? Yes. Dull, okay, Dole's produced. Like I think I have two kids from Dole. Year. yes so it wasn't him oh he's <laughs> so. yeah he's
0: produced tons of babies he's noro yeah. as hell but he's <laughs> that poor snake man i've seen him eating upside down <laughs> so oh it's man it's, it's bad I, I i feel so bad that he's the one that makes me question on whether or not i should work with jags or not you know like I, I got that that was one of paul's snakes and that was one mm-hmm. of his breeders and um you know he uh you know, he, he asked me, if I, and of course, he told me that it, what it was. He's like, "Yeah, it breeds, but you know, it's really noro." And I'm like, "Okay, well, how bad can it be?" So then it comes to Nick's place, and then Nick's like, "Dude, this thing Whoa. is, is just—it's <laughs> just nuts, man. I mean, he's just like, what the hell?" And I'm like, "Oh, jeez, oh great, I'm never gonna <laughs> breed. This is gonna be a bad thing, you know." And it's, no, it it actually ended up that uh, I, c- I couldn't sell him because, you know, if I get I, I couldn't even give him away. Like if I gave him away as a pet to somebody that, you know, it was just I don't know. It just.
1: Well, and it's just funnier because, you know, sitting on my end, um I have uh my Jag Head Albino came from Dull and mm-hmm. she I've never seen her flip over ever she's a nasty, horrible bitch, but she's never, never flipped over, never narrowed. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, I don't, I, I, some of them, they just, that. it's like once you breed them, you know, or, oh, or yeah. somehow you stress them out then they kind of just go lo- like, you know, bear, my diamond jungle jag, he, he's, he seems somewhat like you can't really see any issues with him. You know, Mm. but he's still a jag. You know, so every once in a while you'll see it, and it's like, oh yeah, okay. But he's not nothing like the like the other one. Oh man, I feel bad. But uh, you know, he still eats, he breeds, he sheds. You know, nothing wrong with him. And as long as as long as like what's weird is what I noticed with him, and this is sort of like why people probably think that their that their jag doesn't have uh. You know, the issue is that it, normally in the tub, like, if you're just watching him, he kind of looks normal. But as soon it as you, like, around, like yeah. open it up and kind of, like, start to mess with him, forget it, man. Like, you can't hold that snake. There's just You can't. You just can't. You'll no, be like, what I mean, the that's...
1: hell? I mean, I guy, I I didn't have it in my first breeding jag boy for forever. But the second I put him in with a girl, he lost his little – he just slipped over. So yeah, it, it, again, it's a stress release kind of a thing. So
0: yeah, I don't know. Says. I mean, it's, it's kind of like you know. Again, like I said, it's like one of those things I question on whether or not you know what I mean. You go back and forth, and I'm not saying that anybody they, they shouldn't work with them because they're beautiful snakes. But you know, you still you. I think I think if you tell me that you you breed them and have them and you see that you and you don't question whether or not you should do that or not, <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> You're just lying, man, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, but hairballs at least... Oh, there you go. So, Thanks, Scott... Man. Oh. Is he also the Prince of Scrubs and White Lips, or is he just No, 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 no. <laughs> no, he is only Prince
1: of Carpet Pythons. Carpet Pythons? He, yeah, he has not yet been crowned Prince of Scrubs and White Lips. You know, he has to prove his word. In many challenges that I have set forth,
0: so, yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some awesome people coming to carpet fest, man. I mean, we should probably just chat on that for a minute before we jump off i think uh we've we've talked about uh as uh <clears throat> as much as we can, but um yeah man there's uh let's see, you know, um Scott's coming um you know you got guys like tim morris called me today or text me today and let me know that he was coming up um tim morris is uh mr blue for uh you chondro fans out there um which is awesome and i know he works with angolans uh so mm-hmm. i'll be chatting him up with them uh nick mutton is coming out uh we got brandon uh from the west coast coming out i believe I want to say, well, of course we have our good friend, Bill. He's, he's coming up, Bill from Bill
2: Siegel, uh,
0: yeah. from Texas. And um, I'm trying to think who else that, that just comes like in. Guys
1: Bissell.
0: like Ian Bissell is coming. coming. Yeah, uh, coming Travis Wyman is coming. Uh, dude, and he's Hesham's bringing that coming. pie. Oh, oh okay. excellent. <laughs> excellent. Yeah, Hesham um, is coming. Hesham's That's good. Coming.
1: Uh, Nick coming. coming. Eric Kohler oh, coming. You know. Howard's yeah. coming, you're coming, um, which you know, is kind of <laughs> weird if you yeah. didn't. Um, but if I, I didn't would still, come. We'd soldier on without you. Yep. Um, uh, buddy. I would buddy expect Shemmy you to. Is coming. David Garrett
0: Hartle's coming. David Means is coming. David um, Means is coming. So you got a nice mix of python breeders and keepers and all kinds. Of, I mean, you know, I think Keith is coming. Isn't Keith coming? Right? Keith
2: Yeah, I thought so. Yeah.
0: That Ryan I mean? Ryan is coming. Ryan Rumbly, uh, you know, yeah. you got Matt, of course. Matt uh, Frank Good is coming, so you got some short tail, yeah. short tail love going on, uh, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, man, this is, this is it's like a mix I'm of coming,
1: uh, uh, which is like you got the Owen. Reason uh, you should go is because yeah. I'll be
0: there. Rob Stone is flying in. Rob, uh, Crystal course, Lemmy will be there.
1: Well, you know, isn't he going to be doing his old person, like, you know, knee therapy in
0: your pool? I mean, <laughs> a yeah. Kind of deal.
2: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, this is, you know, this is just a lot of, a lot of cool people. And uh, Josh, Josh uh, Swensel's coming, uh, which is yeah. awesome. Love yeah, that guy, man. He's such a cool.
1: Chicago. Dude, yeah, I was I know. hanging out with him in Tinley. He was badass. He was going, he... He's the kind of guy that when he gets hooked onto a snake, he's like, "All right, you know, I know what I want. I'm gonna go get like six of them. I'm gonna set mm-hmm. it up, and I'm gonna figure this shit out with his freaking, you know, hair is his blackheads, and you know all this other stuff." So he's a good cat. I like talking to him. So oh yeah, um, absolutely. Man. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good good it's gonna be a good freaking time, dude. Like I can't freaking wait. And then yeah. uh, you know I got to talk to you and Matt because we're trying to. We're talking we talked about a little bit about going to Daytona but I may have to hammer that point home a little bit more and try to see if we're heading down there so
0: yeah that's that's come up a couple times um I I don't I don't know if I'm going to be able to get off work because somebody else has vacation at that same time it's possible Mm -hmm. but I don't know we'll see um I
1: kind of
0: I kind of banked all my uh Oh uh, my! Yeah, no, no, no,
1: eggs. no, 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 no! Can we have one show where we don't talk about this?
0: No way, man! No,
1: no way! One show!
0: I want one show! This is a lifelong dream, bro. You I know, hate because... you so much. <laughs> you know, I'm going to coastal Shut carpet up. territory, Shut up. bro. Shut like, up. come on, man!
2: Shut up.
0: Damn I'm it. gonna be there with coastals and blackheads and God, I hope all you kinds know, not, of Nothing uh, deadly, but you know, a good maybe. If I could go to uh, I don't know too if you saw it, but uh, Scott had um, Dave Kaufman come out and uh, record his uh, I think you, I think I shared the video on our page and you did some cartoon of uh, some guy looking at the oh, moon the, or
1: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about the moon and I
0: posted up from uh, yeah,
1: I, the moon, it's like, yeah.
0: yeah because uh I, I'm, oh, i'd love to see scott set up man because when you see it in the video you know i mean he showed pictures on our chat numerous times but the video right. was pretty badass and just some of the things that uh that he does um like for instance his quarantine room you would never it's like you go off to the left you know so it like never never crosses path with, with his main room and like you know how he had his um Parentes, man. Parentes, Yeah. Like
1: how
2: freaking
0: badass is that? Damn it. Is that is that something that uh what's his name? Just go would go nuts for? Which is that yeah. like monitor like uh is that the Boland python of the monitor no, world it's a, or what? It's,
1: it's a, no, because it's it's so rare. It's it's the monitor owen pelly python at this point.
0: Oh, okay. You know? All right. It's that level. Get oh them. shit.
1: Yeah. I'm mean, just and I think there's I like imme- maybe I think there's only like a few pairs outside of Australia and you know all that other stuff. So yeah,
0: I know Terry works with them at the zoo or the reptile garden.
1: Yeah, but, right. But oh, he's bred them, the whole right? thing of, yeah, I think so. But then there's the whole thing of that zoos. It's the reptile gardens. You know what? What they? You know, if if I opened a zoo, I could probably get them. Yes, but at that point, I could probably get them from Australia. So
0: yeah, it's like. uh, you know they're they're like one of those. Um, I wonder I wonder how much space, like, I guess it would be oh like God. similar. Like, are they bigger than Croc monitors or about the same size?
1: I want to say bigger, but I don't know enough about them uh, to. Yeah, I don't uh, either. In on that, but I would. Scott's probably
0: up. slamming he's, his hand against the desk. You right guys
1: now. are you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <it's>, uh, <laughs> well, the other thing is that you know I also believe that they're 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 going to be climbers. So, you're going to want something for them to climb on and stuff like that. So, you're looking at even bigger, which is why it's like, if you can keep them outdoors, of course you should have them. It's like they can live outdoors. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that would be, yeah, keeping that outdoors, you, know, you could build a huge enclosure don't for you, that. Don't
1: he, be he, don't you dare send me pictures. Don't you dare. Don't you dare do these things. Don't. I, mean, I, don't from I don't like. I I want to assume that you've died, and like until you show back up, it's like you know, I don't even
0: want to hear about this. Uh, yeah, I won't be sending you pictures that way, uh, like because yeah, Probably. Roman charges and stuff. Mean, but, but we might we might all chip in. I might take a take a fund or something. Get a hat and like stand on the side of the road. Bitch. Please, please donate money so I can text Owen the picture of this cool monitor. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it today. And I want to uh, wait. Yeah. Dude, that's gonna be badass. I can't wait. It's gonna be really, really cool. But yeah, there's always, uh, there's always <laughs> next year. Riley's
1: Rodney, like. You should just have a show when Eric's gone, which is like you and me talking collybirds. I'm like, No, I ruined you. <laughs> he doesn't get a show on there's no show while he's in Australia. Yeah. No.
0: Because no. you be mad the whole show?
1: I'll be pissed off the whole show. If somebody mentions
0: the world of Australia, just you freaking out of the
1: microphone. Yeah. yeah. The worst episode ever. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I don't even know what to expect. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know. Like, well,
1: have you even started. I, like, I, I know Carpetfest is like so fresh in your freaking head, but once Carpetfest is done, dude, does that mean that, like, have like you got to start getting that shit ready, right? <laughs> or at least thinking about it.
0: No, I'm all, I, I mean, I'm already kind of. That's kind of in my in my mind of like you know. But I got to solidify some stuff. Um, I guess as far as like, uh, you know, um,
3: figure Life out like equipment
0: wise and you know, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Square everything away. You know, <laughs> of course, Dory, Dory is, is like, yeah, she's <laughs> She's like, uh, you know. Super like, oh my god, you're gonna be off the grid for like a week, you know. <laughs> like that'll be the best week of your life. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back and be like, Oh you, yeah, all right. It's like, no, no. Um, but uh yeah, I don't know. I I, I you know, I mean, I don't know how I'm gonna react if I see a carpet python in a tree. You know what I mean? Like I, I just to me it's like no, you I think do about not, it, no, you're in not a cage.
1: You mean. I will not know it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I know, but <laughs> like, if you just just to say that you were going, you know, like right, if you yeah, were going to Australia, be, like, awesome, what would you, you think? Know. Like,
1: I think somebody—the first inkling to in my head is whose carbon python got loose, but then it's like, no, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> no, no, these okay. are where it's supposed to be. Like, what? Yeah, that would be my. <laughs> wait a minute, what? Like, Oh shit! Wait, <laughs> you know, it's you know, it, it, it would pretty much be. You know, the problem is is that even herping around here doesn't prepare you for that because you know what you're expected to seeing outside. I mean, pretty much, in order for you to get ready, you'd have to go into your backyard and see a Burmese python that didn't belong to you. You know, and that would be like, oh, shit. It's like that's – but then it would also have to be one that is okay to live in your neighborhood. Like, oh, no, it's supposed to be there. So, I don't know. Maybe if you walk outside and saw a timber – I mean, where, you know, it technically it's supposed to be here, but you never expect to see it. Even then, I don't think it would have the same effect. You know, it, it's like, yeah. you, you, you're pretty much seeing a zoo, you're pretty much seeing our equivalent of a zoo animal in its natural habitat. You're seeing a tiger outside of a cage, you know, that's oh shit kind of territory. But, yeah, no, it's going to be badass.
0: Yeah. See a scrub python in the wild, like, holy shit. But Diamond Python, yeah. yeah. Diamond so. Python
1: is going to be cool. I mean, I don't know about you, do, but some of the Diamond Pythons that we get pictures of, like wild ones, look better than some of the best breeding projects we have over here. Like, they just look cooler. So
0: Yeah, I think I said this before, but the reason why we wanted to go in that area, well, you know, like mm-hmm. why I wanted to go in that area is because, you know, one of the things they always talk about is this integrate zone. And right. again, this is this is why sometimes you know I kind of, again. This is one of those things like I like to talk to the people that are actually in Australia mm. because they're there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it would be like somebody coming to us and talking to us about like I don't know what would be here, cotton mouse or something like that, uh, like or timber rattlesnakes or something. Have you
1: ever actually seen one in the wild though? Here. What? Timber, copperhead, or
0: timbers, oh, no. copper.
1: yeah, timbers, coppers, cottonmouths, anything.
0: That's the one rattlesnake that I would love to see. That uh, would in
1: be the... so
0: awesome because they're just they're my favorite rattlesnake. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but they are. I just really think they're really cool, and uh, the fact that they're in Pennsylvania, you know, we we even talked about doing that herping trip. Uh, we should
1: we should do that this summer because it's not going to be one that's going to be really hard. Um, no. to do, and we should just go do we'll it. Just I mean, that's head a, to what, your yard,
0: man. It's probably, yeah, exactly, well, I mean, you
1: know. You I, I need to go a little bit further away from me, because I went with Andrew looking, and we went up to well, – I think we went about an hour kind of westish, more towards uh, Harrisburg, Pittsburgh kind of thing. Um, and I think it's where you got to go. you just got to get away from the people. You'll find them. you just got to get away from the people. But I know we had a few people who – Went out and found a bunch of stuff I know they're out doing that stuff again Because I see him on like the Instagram feed and shit So right. you know We may have to go out and do that So,
0: Yeah it'd be cool So William had a quick question And this will be the last mm-hmm. thing we talk about Before we uh, you know How do you avoid having people you don't really want to come out Local people for me um, You know I guess what? he's afraid to of like park, oh, park he, park? oh there they are That's <laughs> Over what? in the chat. Uh, Timbers. Look how badass that snake is, man. See told you. Oh shit. That They're is a so cool pretty. Snake.
1: They're pretty and then so are freaking I don't know about you but man, cotton mouths are just really nice looking.
0: They're yeah.
1: Gorgeous.
0: Yeah, I told you, my dad bred them. Um Yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty neat. Um I watched a video with um uh, tra- uh, Travis uh, from Living Legless Reptiles, I think is his uh, company name. Um, yeah. And, oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Copperheads. Copperheads. Nice. Yeah, um, anyway, do you have bull snakes?
1: Uh, no, I have pines. I had bull pines. snakes
0: for the longest time. So he has a whole bunch of like, uh, different um, – They're cool. Bull snakes and stuff, and like all different like mm-hmm. localities and morphs and stuff like that. But yeah. you know, I never noticed, and he had mentioned it is like how like they're like a rattlesnake without a rattle, you know? Mm-hmm. But they like, <laughs> yeah, it's it was pretty badass. Uh, it was on uh, triple B TV thing, he did a yeah. video and checked out some of his stuff, and uh, Dude, it was it was pretty cool, man. They're pretty my cool snakes
1: pines would do the same thing, but they are so calmed uh-huh. down. Like my baby, my baby pines when I got when I got my pines as babies, they'd rattle, double s up, hiss, open mouth, do all that stuff. Now they just sit there. <laughs> it's like they,
2: they get <laughs> into the,
1: they get to the point where they're like, Oh, you hi it's like and the same thing went with the Be- blue beauties. They used to puff up their necks, they used to open mouth hiss, now they just sit there. I move them with my hand and they're just like, Oh, oh, all right. Like so it's just the way it goes. It's like
0: rough scales without the threat display or a frilled dragon without the exactly. you know the, the neck but, display. It's the, like, but, yeah. but, but,
1: but I will say, out of all of those things, bull snakes mm-hmm. hold on to that shit longer than everybody else. So I've had adult bull snakes, like pull-blown adult bull snakes, open-mouth hiss, wag your tail to the point where you get to you can still freaking hear them a room away because they're hissing that loud yeah man. yeah it's crazy try, man you should check out that video try breeding them because then it's just like here you go and then it's just noise screaming and throwing things uh, yeah mass insanity and then eggs that's how i pretty much <laughs>
0: <laughs> describe bulls is snake that breeding. good huh lots of yeah.
1: noise mass insanity and then eggs
0: so yeah nice I'm gonna see if I can find here it is, yeah, it's uh yeah it got, it, let me uh, it doesn't have a link Wait, hold on, I hope this doesn't come through <laughs> I hope that I, did that come through? I hear something, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get the link real quick, and uh let's see, there we go, um, so to answer uh Williams question um. I think it's because we kind of, like, police our own. And if you were to, like, come in I mean, and uh, take somebody's shit, like, where are you going to uh, sell you, it? You, and, like, you yeah. would be – you would just be a uh, pariah of the reptile hobby. Well,
1: I understand what he's saying is that you're a little concerned about people walking in with your shit. But here's the thing is that, first off, no one's ever allowed in the sneak room buy them for themselves. I mean, no. that is a thing. I mean, even when I hosted Carpet Fest, You know, even when Howard hosted Carpet Fest, I I had enough people here that I knew would watch my back and watch my stuff to the point where, you know, if if I walked in there and shut down the entire thing because my rough scale wasn't in its cage, you know, it would be found easily. Now, what you're saying now about the mites, that's why there are no animals allowed to be brought to Carpet Fest without the host's express permission. You cannot just show up with a box full of snakes. We will tell you to put that shit in your car.
0: Yeah. On clothes? I guess they could be. Oh, my
1: God, dude. (laughs) I don't
0: know. I guess. You're right. You're right.
1: If if you rolled in a box of mites and then came over, dude. All right. So we're going to prevent a mite from walking in the house. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: You know, it's... one of the, no, actually, I, uh, I'll be honest. One of the things that I do, and this is probably just crazy and I I've, I haven't had an issue or whatever, but um, I take that, uh, what's the stuff, Owen, that you told me to get from the cattle feed store that kills mites? Ivermectin. Yeah. So what I do is I kind of like mop the floor with that shit. <laughs> and, yeah. you know. I don't also, know if it works or it doesn't work but that's kind of what I do. So uh, also, somebody's please bring it in on their clothes know, hopefully.
1: Jesus Christ. Also if you're if you've never experienced mites before congratulations it hasn't gotten around to you yet. You know,
0: it it'll come. So, you know, you Yeah, man, I, I I still I still don't I guess that's just weird or like another yeah. like weird uh, reptile yeah. thing because like never had you don't mites. see Okay. You don't see like That's people tough. react. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like mm-hmm. if a dog has fleas, it's like, oh man, that dog has fleas. Like tonight, uh, Roxy had two ticks on her, right? So it's yeah, like, it's oh bugged. shit, she's got two ticks on her. Take <laughs> hey, it off, whatever. Da da da. Call it a day. You know, I get back, it. Call it's, it a day. Yeah, it, yeah. It's way more involved than than that with snakes. I get it, and you don't want to send somebody. I I understand all that. I'm just saying, yeah, like it, we have it is, to. It's like, embarrassing, but it's like this weird thing like if somehow you've got mites that you're like a bad keeper i, I don't know it's just it's a weird Dude, thing it's
1: like so obviously you set up the quarantine thing and obviously you know if you're gonna if you worry about everything though there would never be a carpet fest so we try to yeah we, we try to get what we can but we are still growing i mean obviously what was it the first year somebody brought a box of wild caught baby scrubs and it was like okay so we
0: mm-hmm. had to make that
1: rule, And then, like, you know, so we, we, we do roll with the punches. But, you know, you can be nervous about having some people into your room, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't open it up. I mean, like I said, uh, when I hosted Carper Fest numerous times, I knew you were there. I knew Matt was there. I knew Chris Foley was there. I knew Buddy Gushemi was there. I knew Scott was there. I knew Howard was there. No, no matter how many new people there were, I knew that the people who wouldn't my stuff and who wouldn't fuck with my collection outnumbered the people who could potentially do it so i wasn't that concerned so
0: yeah, yeah. i mean it's just you put up certain rules you put uh you, yeah. you put up certain stipulations of what like for instance like you know people are asking can they bring a snake to trade a snake or whatever look man i don't Give a shit what you know if you're bringing it and you you have it in the yard or whatever or like you have it in your car. Yeah,
1: bring that shit in the house.
0: It's not coming in the house. Yeah. It's just that simple, you know, well, and, and it's coming nowhere part. near my reptile room. Exactly. And reptile room is that people
1: make these, um, people make these you know uh, deals and stuff without approaching the person who's hosting Carpet Fest first, and then they get shocked when you know, either I or you or somebody else has to lay down the law, you know, we're sorry. Yeah. No, there are yeah. no live animals at Carpafest. Fest. If there is a live animal at Carpafest, Fest, it's because someone didn't freaking listen and brought it without it telling us. So that's where it goes. And
0: yeah, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. And then worrying about people breaking in and yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah, man, that's, that's all possibilities, you know, I mean, I don't know. I guess uh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I. We, I it, we
1: have a podcast. If if you're
0: worried about that kind of stuff, you would there would no never be a carpet fest. It's just that if simple.
1: We we have a podcast. Steal from one of us and let me know what the next three episodes are going to be about. Because <laughs> I guarantee you, it will be about you, and it will be about how much of a douchebag you are, and all this other stuff. So yeah. I don't think anybody's going to steal from your collection. Unless it's me, in which case... Plus, I have killer dash hounds.
0: You know what I mean? I have have killer dash hounds.
1: (laughs) She she will kill. I'd rather face zero in
0: a bad mood (laughs) than Roxy, all right? (laughs) She would just straight up, like, attack. Did you see... Did you see that there was a lady... I I don't mean to laugh at this, but there was an actually lady that was attacked by a a herd of... You
1: know, I thought about her immediately. I'm like Roxy would be the leader. I'm like, you know,
0: like she oh would have shit, been like,
1: we can take it. Yeah. Here we
0: die. have like we're worried about uh, you know pit bulls and stuff. And now it's like holy yeah. shit, they ain't messing around.
1: It's, it's funny because you, your two dogs are polar opposites. You have Roxy who's like Dory or die, and then you have Dexter who will literally cry if he cannot get touched by you. <laughs> you <are.
2: laughs>
0: yeah, I know, right? He's such a. He's like a. He reminds me of like, if a dog smoked weed, that's, that's (laughs) he likes to eat and chill. That's it. You know, he's just like, yeah, man, I love you, man. Give me some, give me some love, you know? And he's just like this dog that just wants to freaking love everything and smoke some weed and eat some food.
1: I can be in your basement. I'll I'll, I'll come in through the snake room door. I'll be in your snake room for like an hour. And then the second we go to like the other room, and like yeah. the door opens, and Roxy hears me, it's on. Like she's just oh, screaming yeah. her head off upstairs. Yeah, like you know, that's just the way she it thinks. Is. She's so.
0: she thinks she's this she's like a wolf. She thinks she's like the <laughs> gray wolf. You know, it's like Roxy, you're as big as a you're as big as a wet as a rat. What are you doing?
2: <laughs> oh
0: dear God! Like, yeah, that's just like you, you die. <laughs> yeah text like just chill out man <laughs> mm-hmm. but
1: oh uh, god i'm yeah. excited dude i can't wait for Carpa fest this is kind of yes. like, is this is the build up dude we have we have next week and then that's it man it's like i've to run get rodents this weekend so i can stock up and feed everybody so that i can ignore them <laughs> <laughs> For the weekend
2: <laughs> like, yeah yeah
0: yeah, so it's uh it's, it's coming quick and um I'm glad to see that there's uh there's a bunch of people that uh are taking the plunge, you know, some people they don't keep carpets and you know, you don't have to have carpet pythons, no. you know. There's plenty of uh, other people You
1: don't need to have snakes. If you
0: No, you really don't. turtles
1: or rep you don't even need reptiles. Just if you want to come and see what this is all about, this is the place to do it and this is the time to do it yeah. because you know, you're pretty much walking into a collection that rivals a lot of zoos collections. Cause Eric has pretty much freaking everything. So if you've ever wanted to be <laughs> crammed into
0: a ever, tiny little room, <laughs> if
1: you were <laughs> um, ever curious about a certain species of snake and it, there's a good chance Eric has it and you can actually get up front and personal with it. And this may be the time where you decide that this is something you want to get involved into. So, you know, this would be the perfect time to do it. Ask him what's going on, you know, and go see the snakes in the snake room at the allotted tour time. <laughs> yes. Once in a while, because we do have to run the auction before Chris Foley and the prince get hammered and scream at me. <laughs> and I want to kill both of them. So,
0: yeah. I got to figure out how we're going to do that, but yeah, we're going to have to, it's going to have to, I can't spend the whole entire day in the snake no, room. You not uh, Yeah. <laughs> It's like eighty-five degrees in there, and we're like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs>
1: You're coming back and forth. Somebody, please drink, get me drink, some drink, water. <laughs> Drinking water, going back in. Your throat, your voice was gone. Yeah, dude, it's. Yeah. Uh, we'll try. We'll try to space that out a little bit better. But.
0: But uh, yeah, with the amount of people coming, it might be uh, might be might be tricky. But um, yeah, we'll make it work. And uh, All right.
1: I don't. I don't need to tour your room. I'm good.
0: Hopefully, uh, yeah. There's a lot of the people like yeah, you and Matt. You've seen it all, Rob. He, well, <laughs> he's he's coming in on Wednesday, so he'll exactly. Tour he it. gets his tour, he's on Wednesday, got his he own little private tour, you know. Yeah, Jesus. He'll be yeah. uh, he'll be cleaning snake shit from Wednesday on. Good, <laughs> so, uh, and
1: then he and yeah. he and Chris better start on the gazebo. I mean, I expect to see some good some good yeah, headway. Yeah, Dory's not
0: this. messing around, man. She really. Oh, damn! Gazebo, <laughs> so they better chop chop. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think i'm an so, asshole <laughs> Dory's gonna crack that whip yeah You're like come that on gentlemen <laughs> more but, you yeah know, it's... <laughs> so but yeah it's it's gonna be cool so it's uh it's june 9th uh it's in Westminster, pa um i think food wise we i think we're good i don't know we got to look Jesus. at the list i guess this weekend uh, tomorrow yeah, i have off so I... i'm gonna go through it and check it out and all right. I guess we also have to decide exactly what day. I think the best day to launch the auction would probably be the day you go on to From the Ground Up. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Oh, God, that's coming up. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you forget oh. about that?
1: Well, no, I keep re-remembering, and I'm like, oh crap, and then I'm like, eh, it's. A, I'm like, it's I a just podcast. want to see you on <laughs>
0: video. That's what I see. I'm like,
1: seen. that's the part that pisses me off. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm like, oh no, you've done it a million times. Shit, I have to actually, like, you know, I, yeah. and it's on, and it's on <laughs> YouTube. Don't, don't, do No, I expect <laughs> you to be there to protect me. You know, yeah, I'll, be I'll, I'll be, I'll God be paying attention.
0: Yeah. Jesus Christ. So yeah that should be cool, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's always cool to hear uh you know, I don't know. we never talk about you know whatever, but it'll be cool so well, what's I that mean, monday right
1: just, yeah it's just gonna yeah. be it's gonna be weird because it's like. Oh, and how'd you get your start into reptiles? Well, this is odd. <laughs> it's like you know, I don't. <laughs> Wait a minute.
0: That's
1: not how this well, goes. Well, just like no everybody way. else. I once like dinosaurs. to uh... I'm gonna try to think. Some, I gotta try to think of something good because it's like I don't want to. Re- you have to tell anything. your
0: rogue story. Yeah, of yeah, course. That, that's, yeah.
1: That's, I mean, that's that's like tough. classic.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so
1: that just has to happen. <sighs>
0: But, yeah, so, uh, oh, yeah, Matt Moyle's coming, too, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got uh, a couple steaks with, not snakes, steaks. Steaks, steaks. <laughs> yeah. Matt
1: Moyle brings with, steaks, delicious steaks. With uh, um,
0: Eric and uh, Owen branded on the, the steak, okay. so we should be good.
1: But, no, the, dude, the one he brought here for, you know, when I hosted was freaking delicious, and it was just cooked right, and the problem is is that, you know, we cooked it at, like, what, 2 in the morning? Like, yes, I, I would. I would much rather have somebody just waited because I had already been eating and drinking all day, and I'm like, oh, and it was so freaking good, but uh, but yeah, I,
0: my recommendation
1: is yeah. eat it immediately. <laughs> like when it gets there, quick cook it and eat it.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, or you fill up on other stuff. But, yeah, that uh, was really good. It hit the spot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, next week david brahm's um specialty enclosure designs um the one thing really that i wanted to talk to him about more than anything was rain chambers so uh, he does some things with his uh, green trees um, with rain chambers and such and some of the different species of pythons and you know some boas and stuff i think uh maybe we're overlooking the use of that you know uh maybe uh you know I know you and Chris have talked about in the past about with white lips and, you know, rain and, you know, that well, kind know of that, thing. Maybe it would work. I
1: know that it's, it's also, it's very important to some species. I mean, it's something that I was actually talking to some collier guys about what the Madagascan hognose might need. And mm-hmm. a few of them are saying a monsoon season. So yeah. we may have to just dump it in. So, and I know that Chris did that with his monocle cobras. So some... Some of them may, might be very important. So.
0: Yeah, so that's next week. And then obviously the week after that will be, uh, you know, Carpet Fest roundup. Carpet Fest. After talk, what went on and whatnot. And then Dang. we'll swing back into yeah. our normal uh, scheduled programming. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have some uh, cool guests line up and whatnot. Um, I was trying to get. Somebody to come in and talk ring pythons, but unfortunately, uh, the person that I had in mind—they're um, over across the across the pond, and uh, they were just—they're uh, Scottish, right up your territory, Owen. That and, is, uh, yeah. The accent—they were afraid that wouldn't be able to understand, <laughs> <it> better, So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, what they're gonna do, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say who it is. It, well, they, they're really big into uh ring pythons but anyway uh i i had asked maybe if they could share uh maybe some of the things that they do and then me and you could just kind of talk ring pythons and we still have don patterson at some point going to talk ring yeah. pythons in the future but i know he's having some uh, health issues and it's kind of uh not allowed him to uh come on as of yet but you know there's a couple other shows in the works and whatever i think we're working on trying to get vin russo to come on which would be cool you know talk to uh talk to vin um but uh yeah cool stuff lined up uh and uh yeah moray python info at moray is our email and yeah, just come out to Carpet Fest, man. If you're if you're in the area, uh, I promise you, you will have a great time. Um, yeah, because we got to do some uh, YouTube video and stuff uh, of that. Of
1: at Carpet Fest.
0: So, yeah, so that's why I can't spend okay. like all my time, and you know, I want to get some video of it.
1: You know, well, you so. know, and then there's also the, you know, I know you're very you're you're very excited and want to show your room to people and stuff like that. But this is also the second year in a row that you've hosted it. So some people who are returning may not need to abruptly get in there immediately to say someone who has never been to your place, never seen your stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got some new stuff and some, you know, the babies that, you know, that'd be cool for people to check out some of the crazy babies that have hatched out over the uh, past couple months. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah. No problem. (laughs)
1: Get it
0: out of here. Hard yeah. and gift, you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Everybody gets a baby. You get a baby and you get a baby.
2: Look under your chair, there's babies. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
1: to Carpet Fest. Here's your complimentary, yeah. uh, complimentary uh, popcorn. Take one. that, I all day. the other
0: Carpet Fests. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're expecting that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it should be a good time. So, um Yeah, and for myself, ebmorelia.com. My email is eric at ebmorelia. You can check me out on Facebook, Instagram,
2: YouTube.
0: Sorry, I've been slacking on the YouTube as of late, but it really has to just do with the carpet fest. Once that's done, I'll be back in the swing of things. Hmm. and Life will be good. Um, Yeah, that's all I got.
1: Cool. Uh, What I got is you can go to rogue-reptiles.com, check out all the stuff we got going on at Rogue. Uh, You can also go on Facebook.com and check out uh, Rogue Reptiles on Facebook. Um, When it comes to stuff we got for sale, you can definitely go to either one of those. Uh, Usually, if I do sales, they'll be on the Facebook page first and then trickle into the website later. So if you want up-to-date prices, you should go there. Um, Also, I did just update the breeding journal with all the clutches that we have so far. We're still waiting on a few. And uh, keep that in mind. If you see anything you like and want to get put on any kind of a wait list, let me know. If you do not see eggs in any of the pictures, it means that I do not have them for that animal. There are no white lips. Please stop asking. Anyway, so um, that's all we have for you guys tonight. So we'll say thank you all for listening. We're going to check everybody back here next week for some more Rally Python Radio. Good night.
3: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the
1: Godfather. Now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
3: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com. Com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply.
0: Investing involves risk. 3% match requires goal for one year from first match. Must keep rate for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.